0: Do you smell that? You smell that, freaks? It smells like there's change in the air. Like something's going on. Like there's disturbance in the force. A glitch in the Matrix. Cause like we're catching them with their pants down. Woo! What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. They don't have a leg to stand on, Freaks. These people are being exposed in real time. You're going to hear all about in this episode, this rip. Man, I go in-depth. Great rip. Powerful rip. Passionate rip. I'm invigorated right now. Whew. This episode brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. All right, before we get into it, I know a bunch of people have mentioned mentions today like, oh, Cash App, they're just as bad as Robin Hood. They, they disbanded GameStop trading. They never had it on the platform. Believe me, I woke up. I saw these mentions. In my notifications, I was worried, I was like, oh fuck, fuck, another, another Cash App blunder. They never had it listed. I double checked. I asked I reached out to the team and said, hey, like what's going on? I want you guys to list it. Never had it listed. Not enough market cap. And they're like, oh, they stopped AMC and Nokia trading, too. I went and I uh, bought slivers of those stonks. They executed, they went through. So it worked. There's a lot of FUD out there today regarding Cash App. Beyond the stonks, they have sats, 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 sats. Sats! 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 Allowing you to stack sats. What are sats, you may be asking? New to Bitcoin? Don't know what sats are? Sats, short for satoshis, is the smallest unit of a Bitcoin. There are 100 million satoshis in one whole Bitcoin. And you can stack sats. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a fraction of Bitcoin. You can stack whole sats. Thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, if you're a baller. Cash App makes that easy. You can stack sats on a consistent basis DCA into it by daily weekly biweekly set it and forget it you can get sats back with their boost card You go anywhere visas accepted you have your bitcoin sats back boost initiated and you're going to get some sats back for that purchase cash app can be your bank account you're offering account numbers and routing numbers to individuals so and get your paychecks direct deposited into the app um, got a little teaser. For a Bitcoin product update this week, I think you freaks are gonna like it. Can't say anything. I think it's good though. If you haven't downloaded the Cash app yet, go to your local app store. Download it. When you do, use the code STACKING SATS. It's S-T-A-C-K-I-N-G S-A-T-S. You're gonna get ten dollars, and ten dollars is gonna go to Owl's Lacrosse. That's Owl's Lacrosse. <coughs> Owl's Lacrosse. Beware of the withdrawal limits, too. I get yelled at a lot saying I don't warn freaks about the withdrawal limits. I do it often. I'm going to do it now. Be aware of the withdrawal limits daily, weekly. You can buy more than you can withdraw right now. I think they're working on it. Just be aware. Stack. Sweep. Stack. Sweep. Stack. Sweep. Stack. Sweep. Stack. Sweep. This is also brought to you by our good friends at Unchained Capital. Unchained Capital, one of my favorite companies in the space. One of my favorite products in the space, they're multi-sig bolt, where you hold two keys, Unchained holds one, and you can always move your UTXOs out of the vault if you want to, but if you're ever in a pinch, Unchained is there for you to be that second-in-the-two-three signature. They actually have a white glove. You get the video conference, Phil Geiger, as he's wearing white gloves, white glove concierge service. Where they walk you through, they're going to take you from zero to $1,000 in a multi sig vault. Again, they're going to have video conferences. They're going to be wearing white gloves. They're going to be teaching you about multi sig, why it's important, how it works, why you should be using it. They're going to teach you about their vault problem, uh, problem vault product specifically, how that works, how you interact with it, get comfortable with it. They're going to send you two hardware wallets, teach you how to set them up, secure your. Seed phrases, how to use them, how to use them properly, how to check your your keys, how to sign and check your keys on the go, and then at the end of the day again, once you have the vault set up, you're gonna dump a thousand dollars in it. This is a fifteen hundred dollar package usually for you freaks. It's only one thousand four hundred fifty dollars. You get fifty dollars off if you tell them that TFTC sent you. Again, one of my favorite products. I use it. I only back stuff I use. I love the vault. It gives me peace of mind. And I really like the the key check-in part of it because it makes you make sure that you're on top of your security. So go to www.unchained-capital.com. Check out that product. We're actually going to link to that product specifically in the show notes so you can check out that out there. Um, Check out their blog, incredible content, orange pilling content, and a bunch of other stuff. One of my favorite teams in the space, one of my favorite products in the space and something I'm proud to pump here at tftc Whew. lost my breath there i wasn't breathing deep breath you smell that freaks There's change in the air you smell that freaks you can't smell my feet because i'm wearing my atoms and my Adams shoes have microbial copper in them that make sure that my shoes don't smell so i'm sniffing fresh air no feet stank because atoms is the shoe with the low time preference individual in mind okay they have quarter sizes they wanted to make sure that it fits your foot perfectly. you can get a 10, 10, and a quarter, ten and a half, ten and three quarters, eleven, and scale that up and down below those those sizes, quarter size, and make sure it fits perfectly. There's a sick cushion sole where it forms to your feet. I've been wearing mine for like three months now, and it's like the most comfortable shoe I've ever had. Again, low time preference in mine. You can wash these shoes if they get dirty, air dry them. They're as good as new. I've done it once. It works. I got the all whites. Um, what else do we have? They have their shoelaces elastic. You tie them once you're allowed to, you can slip your shoes on and off and they'll be just as tight as they were the first time you tied them saving you time. Again, the low time preference individual, somebody wants to save time, not waste any time, take their time. I might not apply to low time preference individual. Now that I think about it, but whatever, we're going to roll with it. On top of that, they accept Bitcoin, I hooked them up with open node and you can pay. For these shoes contribute to the circular Bitcoin economy um, using on-chain or lightning Bitcoin. So go to www.adamsatoms.com slash tftc and you're going to get a free pair of their dope socks at checkout. I'm actually wearing my Adam socks right now too. The green blend. They're comfy as f- hell too and they're stylish. Yeah, that's the other thing. These shoes are stylish. You look good. It's good to look good. It feels good to look good. Adams.com slash tftc if you buy a pair of shoes, get a free pair of socks. Check it out. Enjoy this rep, freaks. Love all y'all. Take care.
1: You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably should be. probably
0: should be. To the computer. What is up, freaks? Welcome back to Rabbit Hole Recap. It's your boy Marty Bent here with my good friend Matthew O'Dell on what I believe will be a very... Very historical day in human history, particularly in our lives. Holy we, shit! Right? Should we just jump right into it?
1: The emperors are naked and they're running around with their heads cut off
0: by Bitcoin. Uh, they are running around with their heads cut off. Obviously, I'm sure you freaks are aware of what's going on. Uh, let's just do a, a little rehash. The tendy Army on our Wall Street Bets, a subreddit. Uh, has targeted GameStop as a stock that, that they want to buy because uh, hedge fund, particular hedge fund, Melvin Capital, and others were short, net short, 140 percent of the overall stock uh, issuance. So uh, the Tandy Army saw that and saw an opportunity for a short squeeze arbitrage, and a bunch of retail investors using Robinhood and other brokerage accounts bought yeah, a bunch of GameStop. Saw an opportunity for a short squeeze arbitrage. And... I'm getting. Are you listening? Yep, to I got you. My fault. Um, and they took advantage of it and were successful for the first few days of this week. It got to a point where uh, the powers that be uh, did not like what was going on yesterday. CNBC was going crazy. Uh, everybody was talking about it yesterday. People were saying, the oh, these inmates are running the asylum. Somebody needs to step in." in um, this morning. Robinhood and other brokerage firms um, basically said, you can't buy the stock anymore. You can sell it. And in some instances, Robinhood just stepped in and sold uh, GameStop stock on behalf of their users without even asking. And it's insane, man. So let's jump into it. Uh, Let's get your thoughts first, because I have some theories. I'm like going all over the place right now. I'm so jacked up. couldn't even write this morning so i gotta write the Ben after this
1: um well first of all apologies to the freaks for that little bit of echo there that was on me um i mean yeah this is uh, craziness i didn't even know about um the force sales that's something else but uh you didn't know about that no i mean i know they stopped people from selling and it wasn't just people from buying I mean, yeah, they stopped people from buying. It wasn't just Robinhood. It was uh, also, I think, E-Trade and TD Ameritrade as well. Um, so all popular uh, brokerages for uh, like a general retail type of trader, um, like the average user. Uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, I, I think this is kind of part of our thesis in terms of uh, the, the great awakening, um, in terms of people need to get burned before they really realize you know, shit is wrong and they, they get motivated to try and improve their situation. Um, and it just happens to be on this like epic scale. It's, there's, there's so many different facets here. Um, I don't know where to start, but there's so many different facets here from free markets to, to what is manipulation to decentralization, um, to, to just this general concept that if you have, have these centralized third parties that are controlling, um, any of these systems, they are ripe for abuse. They're going to there's going to be corruption there. They're going to they're going to always abuse their power. That's just the human. It's the human spirit. That's the way the humans work. Um, and and the only way we can avoid that is if we have systems and networks um, that are designed in a way that a few cannot change the system. Um, and, you know, Bitcoin is 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 perfectly positioned in in, in that ability. Um, even, even something like, I mean, this is, this is like what we've been speculating for the longest time in terms of self-custody bans or uh, you know, freezing unregulated custodians, regulated exchanges. Like this is the playbook. The playbook is, is unfolded in front of our eyes, and they didn't need any kind of new laws or anything to do it. it just, it just there was a couple calls that were going on behind you know, back doors, and the powers that be just cut off the on-ramps. And in the case of Bitcoin, you can see them cutting off withdrawals at the same time.
0: Yeah, so it, there's so much to this story. There's so much interconnectedness between Robin Hood, Citadel, uh, it, it, Janet Yellen, Ben Bernanke, it, that we should really we're I think we're gonna spend like an hour on this topic alone. So it's disgusting what's going on. Yesterday, everybody pearl clutching CNBC, all the hedge fund managers like, oh, this isn't happening. This is fair. This is manipulation. Uh, when Mel- Melvin Capital, excuse me, itself was arguably manipulating GameStop's stock down towards zero. Uh, again, the retail investor stood up, saw this opportunity it's in the open. It's within the rules of the regulations set forth and they took advantage of it and were extremely successful. And this scared the shit out of the powers that be. So I think, I don't think this is like censorship. It certainly is censorship. It's not a censorship issue. I think what the 10 army from wall street bets was doing was pulling forward a systemic collapse to the present day because Citadel is, has their hand in this. So they're loaning funds to Melvin capital to take the short position. And so if Melvin goes bust on that particular position, uh, Citadel is affected negatively. And if you freaks, remember back in September of 2009, when we had the uh, overnight repo market spasm, when uh, there was a liquidity crunch in the overnight lending markets for banks and primary dealers, that was incited by a a months long transition out of cash and into treasury bonds by JP Morgan. Uh, So JP Morgan went from cash to treasury bonds and that cash otherwise would have been lended out to these hedge funds to cover their margin trading. So when JP Morgan pulled that liquidity out of the market and went into bonds, the liquidity for uh, margin lending dried up and you had that overnight repo spasm where the rates spiked to to like 14% or something like that, which is astronomical in those markets, particularly, especially considering the interest rate environment we've been in. And what we came to find after months and months and months, what happened was that the overnight repo bailout was very swift. It happened in the course of uh, like 12 hours, I believe. And what the Fed did is they expanded the the amount of primary dealers that could access its uh, window. And so like usually it's just typically banks and some other clearinghouses and stuff like that. And they added the FICC uh, to the list of primary dealers that could access the Fed window, started pumping liquidity into the FICC. But the FICC was essentially a proxy for the Fed to fund the margin positions of Citadel, 0.72, and Millennium particularly, who, who weren't able to access the liquidity from JP Morgan anymore. And so what we had happen was the Fed basically bailed out two hedge funds, three hedge funds, two of which are in very heavily involved in what's going on right now this week. And so we know from that instance alone, like it, it came out, that is what happened. The Fed had to bail out these hedge funds in 2019 um moving forward uh to this week i think the tendy army and their GameStop short squeeze is a black swan to citadel and point 72 specifically too. again lendon to melvin capital and it's something that that highlighted and again pulled forward a systemic collapse of citadel which is a, a very important systemic business in the hedge fund world and 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 um, the banking system, or not the banking system, but just in the hedge fund world, and so basically, I believe that. So, like this, this is like the crazy thing. Like again, Robinhood didn't stop; they just they uh, <laughs> they just won't allow you to buy the stock, so you can't go up, and they're selling it. Fucking scam! They're selling it automatically to drive the price down to get it closer to the short position, so these hedge funds don't go bust. Like the way, the fashion and the abruptness of everything that's going on right now leads me to believe that there would have been a st- systemic collapse if this stuff didn't happen.
1: If there would have been, there's still going to be. Um, exactly. I, I, I think, I, I, first of all, to the freaks, I mean, you. I am in shock. I th- This is, t- to me, this is the most exciting times you can be alive, right? This is when you have all this chaos and people are trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And I feel like so many of our theses have been uh, confirmed here and have been brought to the light. And people, you know, I've been been digging up tweets that um, people thought were crazy six months ago. And then you retweet them now and they're like, well, this is the dumbest, simplest take ever, right? Because it's just right in front of everyone's eyes. And that's exactly like what you want to see. Like I've never been more bullish on Bitcoin and everything we've been, focused on um for these last couple of years as i am today because of everything that's going on but i mean i just to be completely clear here like i believe that the only manipulation that has gone on is the manipulation that we've seen to to pop this thing this this manipulation with Robinhood and e-trade um and and the powers to be to try and 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 stop this short squeeze from happening. I think on the short side, that wasn't manipulation. I think on, the, on the, re, the, the short squeeze side, that wasn't manipulation. And what people need to realize is, yes, it's a great narrative that is Wall Street betters, uh, you know, an average Redditors versus hedge funds. Um, and it, it absolutely is. They're a key part of this, this, this nim meme army, um, which is also something that I think Bitcoiners like really relate to and resonate with. But part of Robinhood's business model was they're 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 selling the retail flows of their traders. So presumably, there's other hedge funds that are front running that have been front running the redditors and amplifying any power they have. So their own, you know, parasitic business model kind of turned against them. And I, I think there's an interesting um, there's a there's a really interesting element here to me uh, in that. One of the biggest takeaways is I think, and I've always thought this way, that in a truly free market, um, there's no such thing as manipulation. It's simply price discovery. And 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 different participants might have different techniques to try and exploit the market for their profit, but nothing there, you know, all is fair because, because it is a proper free market. Well, the markets we have today aren't really free markets they're manipulated by design all the regulations all these bodies that decide when they get to halt trading and when they don't halt trading like even before they removed this stuff they halted gamestop yesterday like 15 times or something ridiculous um like that's the real manipulation and bitcoin's the first chance that we've ever really had at a global liquid free market and and i I, i've had the shit corners come at me when i keep saying this like they don't realize the shitcoin markets are the Bitcoin markets. They're they're under us. They're they're part of our markets. When I say the Bitcoin markets are the most global liquid free markets in the world, and then nothing even fucking comes close, that includes your little ass shitcoin market.
0: Yeah. And it's and again, let's stick on the Robin Hood thing and, and dive through this a little bit more. So Ken Griffin, who's part of citadel securities which is obviously involved in this too is an investor in robin hood the, the janet yellen uh, rumors are going around that she made some calls last night the sec made some calls last night and said shut this the fuck down because we cannot have it happen janet yellen paid eight hundred thousand dollars over the course of the last two years by citadel for giving speeches between her uh her her time as the federal reserve chairwoman and her time now as the the treasury secretary uh so you have the the sort of perverse incentives there uh and then it just seems it seems very very odd the way this all went down because the optics obviously you look at what's been going on on social media every day the reactions you have dave Portman coming at steve cohen telling him that like saying sending everybody to prison like it it had to be obvious that this is going to be the reaction and they decided to do it anyway. And again, they didn't halt trading. They halted buying. Like, you could sell <laughs> the stock. You could not buy. Like, that is manipul. Like, you could only sell into the people holding the short positions. It's And who insanity. are you selling?
1: Yeah, like, who are you selling to? No one could buy, except and that, for the privileged people.
0: And some people couldn't even fucking hold. Like, Robinhood just straight up sold their stocks for their protection. And it's at it, that that right there, like that that uh, screenshot that's going around of Robin Hood being like we're doing this for your own protection, that is like some gaslighting Orwellian like uh, tactic. You hear that shit. They're that's like projecting uh on their users what they're actually trying to do. They're trying to protect Robinhood, Citadel. And again, like I would not be surprised if this is happening today, particularly because it's just like, all right, this like cannot go on any longer because Citadel will collapse, and if Citadel collapses, it's one of the biggest market makers in the world. That'll lead to a contagion effect, a domino effect that we cannot control. And again, going back to September 2019, the fall of 2019 when that that uh, overnight repo market spasm happened. Here's how levered Citadel was: they had 25.7 billion or million billion 20, 25.7 billion in assets and they they had exposure of 194.2 billion dollars to the market so that's like a almost it's like an 8x an 8x lever they were they were levered 8x back then not, had to not be very out. not very humble at all um so one can only imagine how levered they are right now um especially, especially since they're they're lending money to Melvin Capital who's levering the short position by 40% as well. Um, yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. It's, it's, it's a little scary, but it's also like, it's invigorating. I'm jacked up right now. Like this, well, as, as scary as it is, if there was a systemic collapse, collapse, it's also beautiful. It's an incredible day because people are fucking waking up. They're pissed off more than ever. They're asking questions. They're looking for accountability and hopefully they seek out solutions like Bitcoin that can help us get away from this rigged system. It is a two tiered system rules for thee, but not for me. Like this is exactly what we've been talking about since we started this podcast and nothing has made this more obvious since the show began than what happened today and this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if, if I was, if we were in Bitcoiners, if we hadn't, you know, Already been tuned into these risks and these realities uh, before today. I mean, we'd be pretty scared right now. Uh, I, I think I think it's important for Bitcoiners to realize that there's a lot of people scared out there, and there's a lot of people that were maybe scared or were uh, desperate, backs against the wall, and then all of a sudden, um, their degenerate <laughs> their degenerate uh, all-ins with with Wall Street bets, like brought a, a ton of money, paper paper gains into their Robinhood accounts, and then they just got rug pulled um, by our own government. Um, so, so it is definitely a crazy time. Hopefully it woke people up. I mean, I think this is like all this whole year, this whole year, 2020, and now going into 2021, we barely even begun has just been one massive advertisement for the value prop of Bitcoin distributed networks, free open source software, like everything that we stand for. And, you know, our boy Parker, uh, he, he tweeted out, he was like, oh, you better take your bonds and stocks out of, out of the custodians, you know, you know, before shit goes down. You can't do that, right? Like this is, there's, there's an intimate, and, and, and also an, another thing is, yeah, so we have the self cust. there's so many different elements here. Another big thing is this myth, this idea that, that like short sellers can suppress the price of Bitcoin. We can finally put that fucking one to bed. Like if they try to do that to us, we will fucking crush them. Like they have, there's no way that short sellers can suppress the price of Bitcoin. We will stack. We will take self custody, and and they will ultimately get wrecked eventually. They cannot use the same tactic
0: to stop that kind of move. Exactly, because of rehypothecation came into play here, where people were lending out stocks uh, beyond the total issuance, which a lot, which is allowed this epic short squeeze to happen and you can't do that with bitcoin especially if people take self-custody like you can't lend out bitcoin that people are are holding on a hardware wallet the exchange can they can lend out the bitcoin on exchanges and places like BlockFi, but if you take control of your bitcoin you are going to be fine you are not exposed to systemic risks of the lending markets and bitcoin the collateral markets and that's like that's got me questioning now like if this could lead to a systemic event like, should we be telling the freaks to pull their Bitcoin out? Because all these exchanges yes. are exposed to the banking system too. Like, Yes, like, always. Yeah, I mean, always, yes. But like, especially right now, like- if 100%. This, yeah, yeah. like I, I mean, I,
1: I never in normal times, I can't, I can't keep more than $100 of the Bitcoin on any of these fucking services. But right now, I feel like it could be at any moment, any moment, all of these services could either cut off buying or cut off withdrawals.
0: Uh, or and like both. what if they did what Robinhood did and just like maybe that's like how the government attacks Bitcoin. They they go to the exchanges like they went to Robinhood today or whoever went to Robinhood today and say just fucking automatically sell it for them. We need this price to go down like we need this to go in our favor. So just automatically liquidate your customers like don't even give them the option. Don't let them buy only let them sell. And you know what for sell for some of them for their own protection. It's insanity, dude.
1: And then you like see the chart. You see the chart of GameStop over $400. Robinhood closes buys. And then you just see it go straight fucking down. Exactly. You know, it's like the biggest. F- and, and at the same time, they're, they're saying, oh, manipulation, manipulation, manipulation. Fuck you. Right? Like, that's
0: fucking ridiculous. Again, projection, projection. They're trying to project onto us plebs what they're actually doing. They are the ones manipulating these markets. And they're trying to, again, fuck you, CNBC. Everybody on CNBC is a bunch of fucking Lap dogs, not everybody, but a lot of people on CNBC. Fucking apologist for this our fucking. Is our boy
1: Joe for what this is fucking
0: kleptocratic. I don't know. Joe's on my shit list right now. I don't. I don't think. No, he's... not
1: Weisenthal, because he's Weisenthal's Bloomberg. Our our boy uh, uh Joe what on CNBC Squawk Box? Not Joe Walsh. Is it Joe? Am I wrong? Um. Yeah. He's Joe. so much my boy. I don't even remember his name. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, He he was the one who, he was the older guy who who got orange pilled early on this year I know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. um, I, I don't know name. what
0: his takes were like, I, I'm hoping his takes are good Freaks, we're not looking at the comments today Because we've gotten complaints about adding the comments From people who listen to the podcast on the audio version So I'm sure some of you Joe Kernan There it is, you're looking at well, the I comments I did not look at the comments Yes you did <laughs> <laughs> Um, Joe Kernan, yes He's a good CNBC. Fan. But everybody, else, like that Scott guy. And that is another crazy thing about what's going on this week. You're seeing battle lines being drawn. There's the titans of the fund world and the the elite class. You have Chamath, Dave Portnoy stepping up saying, this is fucked up. We are going to side with the plebs. And then you have the other side. So you have this, this bifurcation at the elite level where it's like, pick a side. Are you uh, for – the manipulation uh, by the crony capitalist class, or are you for the plebs? Are you for fairness? This is the most unfair thing that I've seen maybe ever in my life. I mean, the bailouts of 2008, unfair. The stimulus bill that was passed, unfair. This is so fucking egregious and outrageous. It's like, that's, again, like, it keeps going back. Like, why would they ever do this if it was not going to lead to a systemic collapse? Like, I think... The Tendi Army is a black swan on the financial system. They was pulled forward, a collapse, and they, they had to they had to react in this fashion. That is like I am becoming more convinced that is the case. Because why else would they act in this fashion? Like you can't justify, oh, market manipulation by Reddit. Like that's not a strong enough argument, in my opinion, or justification.
1: I mean, a just because they did it doesn't mean that it, it was, you know, the logical inconsistency there might be that we're saying that it could have been a systemic collapse and that was a logical reasoning for them to do it, when in reality they could have just been greedy fucking assholes who aren't used to losing and, and wanted to exploit the rules for themselves to stop that from happening, right? Um, but I, I mean, obviously, I, I think we both agree just in general that there's massive systemic issues. Um, in terms of the battle lines being drawn, I just wanted to say that The absolutely worst people are um, the poor journalists who are defending defending it. Um, Instead of like, if if you're like a if you're like a uber rich billionaire hedge funder and your buddies are getting fucking crushed here, like I completely understand you just talking your book and defending your buddies, right? But like, if you're making you know barely above minimum wage writing as a fintech journalist and you're defending these big players, like go fuck yourself. Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life?
0: Yeah. You're a pleb too, motherfucker. You're just sucking dicks. Like, you're not, you're not actually helping out with anything. You're, again, projecting. Projecting. Something is wrong. They're trying to say, hey, you plebs are wrong. You're doing something wrong. They're projecting what is actually what they're doing onto everybody else. It's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting, dude. It's gone keep... on for way too long. It needs to fucking end. And I hope to God. That this is the the week where people finally wake up in en mass enough to say, "Let we got to fucking stop this. We can't do this anymore. Like it is so egregious, so in your face. Like if people don't wake up after this, even though we have Bitcoin, I may lose hope. Like I may no, just be neither.
1: like." I... I, I think some people will wake up. Most won't. I think I, I don't I, know, man, I, dude. I don't know. Everybody, I keep,
0: my phone has been blowing up today from people I never would expect. Like what the fuck is going on? Like this I, is I keep, insane.
1: I keep on both sides. I keep getting surprised that, um, I feel like th- this last year, you know, just over and over again, I keep expecting the powers to be, Oh, they pushed it too far. Maybe they won't push it further and they keep pushing it further. So I think no matter what, it's just going to get keep getting pushed further. It's going to keep escalating. They're going to keep doing more and more shit in our face. Um, but, but now,
0: now people are becoming more incentivized 100%. to push back.
1: Like, and we're we're close. We're closer to the turning point. We're a hundred percent closer to the turning point where we hit like a, in like a a, a majority of people. Not even a majority, but like a, a like a viral minority that pushes us past the limit where people start really waking up in mass. Um, But it's still going to take, I think it's still going to take a little bit while longer. People, you know, obviously, uh, like we don't realize, like our our thinking over the last however many years is being solidified here. These are things that we've been considering for a while. Some people woke up today and this was the first time they realized there's a problem. Um, And it's going to take, so it's going to take some time. Um, But if you think about like where we're going, right? I think we're going to a place where we will have global liquid markets um, that allow you to interact with them in a private and relative, a relatively private way and a sovereign way um, in, in the, the most free markets we've ever had. Right? And in those, in those types of markets, um, people are just going to have to accept that you're, these, these, these concepts, these fraudulent concepts that, that, that we've, we've come accustomed to in our society in terms of market manipulation, insider trading wash trading, these aren't things that you can enforce in a proper, tree mar- tree, a proper free market. And, and we're just going to have to deal with that. That is what price discovery is. That is how we have more efficient markets. That's how we have markets that aren't controlled by a select few for their own profit and, and, and used in that way. And, and that is going to be the end result. And that is all going to be powered by Bitcoin. On the back end, that's all powered by Bitcoin.
0: Bitcoin is the only free market in the world right now. Straight up. Straight up, staying on this tip, our boy Danny de Kroger from Cash App, which Cash App, all right, I had freaks in my mentions this morning saying Cash App halted, took GameStop trading off off the app. I contacted them because I was worried. I was like, "Damn, you guys censoring this shit too?" They never had, they never had GameStop offered as a stock. If you if you've been paying attention to their stocks offering on the app, they've had a very limited selection. And uh, the exp- explanation I got was. GameStop's market cap wasn't wasn't large enough to ever add, and then this week they just didn't add it. Um, and then people are like, oh, they stopped AMC and Nokia too. You can find a tweet: I bought some AMC stock, so they haven't halted it to the best of my knowledge. But our boy Danny here, and I don't know if this is true. This is a Reddit post from a parent Robinhood insider. I work for Robinhood. Don't kill me. Low level technical shit. Comp science major, not financial side. So this guy's a dev. Uh, guess what we overheard today? Vladimir, yes, founder Vladimir, and the C-suite received calls from Sequoia Capital and the White House that pressured it into closing trading on GameStop, etc. I guarantee you the same took place at E-Trade and the others who closed trading. File reports on the SEC page. If I wasn't scared to be out of work in a pandemic, I'd quit. I'm disgusted. We all need to rise up. This is as bad as it gets when we talk about how the rich... Get one set of rules, and the rest of us get screwed over and over and over again. Let them bail out, bet them out, bail them out, and pick up the tab for their trillion dollar tax breaks. And then it goes on from there. But yeah, apparently it got so intense the White House Treasury yelling with connect this, this broad right here with connections with an incentive to help Citadel out because they paid her $800,000 over the course of the last two years. Again, this is alleged. This is a random Reddit post. It could be completely fake, but it would not surprise me if, like, just it's too obvious. Like, she's been paid well into six figures, close to seven figures by this firm at the center of this controversy. She's now the Treasury Secretary. Secretary uh, last Yesterday, uh, the, the White House, um, the woman who speaks to the journalist, I forget her title or whatever it is. She said they were paying attention to this, yelling specifically. It all stinks, man. It stinks to high heavens. It stinks like shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I if if you have if you have money, in, unless unless you have physical metal um, or Bitcoin in your self custody. Um, or just Bitcoin, I mean, because if you don't have self-custody, you don't own Bitcoin. Um, You don't have any kind of wealth whatsoever. Um, Those are literally the only two uh, censorship-resistant stores of value that exist. Um, Everything else requires permission from the state and various corporations that are affiliated with our states. And they can be cut off from you at will. They can be taken from you at will. Um, And as people realize that, um bitcoin adoption should increase dramatically and the price should increase dramatically like i feel like there's a massive um there, yeah there's a massive disconnect here between what is and 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 it comes with the cashless society that people just it, this is a new phenomenon that we really haven't um been in before this idea where that just all of our everything our whole lives are just digital and can just be you know canceled like a one thing that People didn't talk about, um, with with the with the Trump Twitter ban. They didn't talk about as much. I feel like as him being able to actually tweet out is this idea that all of his past tweets were erased at the same time. Like sure, people have archives and others other areas, right? But you know, any tweet that you've had in the past that related to one of his tweets now is disconnected from that like social graph, right? And just like erased all the past, um, and and. When you have that happening to speech, that's extremely scary. And when you have that happening to money, that's extremely scary. And people
0: need to start fucking waking up. Completely agree. And to your point there, like, again, maybe I'm just too tinfoil-y hattie today and, and just uh, connecting disparate things that have nothing, that are not, not really related, but I, I'm just assuming they are. But, God, the BIS coming out yesterday, Gustus Carstens from the BIS coming out saying – that the central banks are the best position to bring a digital sound money to the globe and bring us to a cashless society. And then I believe he said, he believes that 20% of the world will be using central bank digital currencies within the next one to two years or something like that. So they seem, the powers that be, whether it be the Federal Reserve, the White House, the hedge funds here in America, all the way up to the, the Bank of International Settlements they, it just seems like they feel urgency to push us and push us and push us in this direction. And it leads me to believe that something is terribly, terribly wrong behind the scenes. And remember, there were signs of this before the pandemic, like the spasm like in, in, in the repo markets was like a fucking canary in the coal mine. And it's a year and a half later, and maybe, like again, this Black Swan tendy Army event is pulling something forward. Like the
1: guard literally said, if there's an escape, people will use it. We need to block all the exits. Like she literally said that on tape. Like we have her saying that that is not a conspiracy. Right. And, and so they need to cut, like, if, especially if you want to go into negative rates, like you need to cut off any kind of exits. If you want to have mass surveillance, if you want to go into negative rates, you have to cut off the exits. And specifically negative rates. I mean, they're desperate to get there, right? To a, if we want stonks to go up forever, like they need to be able to easily manipulate the rates to underneath. Um, so it does feel like it's all coming together. If you want to talk about all of that at the same time, um, Tor got attacked again. Um, right. All while this was going down. So so we had. It appears the subreddit was pulled for a little bit. Wall Street bet subreddit was pulled for a little bit. It was pulled
0: by the mods, though. They, they, oh, so it, they pulled it. They were getting too much traffic, and they wanted to take it down and make sure they could handle it, and so people were imposing shit. I think they had to adjust um, to, to prepare for bots. Okay, and the Discord got, did get censored. The Discord, Discord yes. Right? Discord got completely censored with the justification. And then at the same time, Tor people... got attacked
1: again for the yeah. first time since the Capitol riots. So it does kind of feel a little bit all-connected. Right. um, But who the fuck knows? All I know is I just, you know, I stacked a little bit more today. Um, I stacked hard yesterday when all
0: this shit was going on.
1: I, I, I really don't, like, do not keep more money in custodians than you're willing to lose. Yeah. I, it's so bad right now. Like, I do not. Uh, if you've been complacent. It's the playbook. It's literally the playbook. People who tell you, people who tell you that there's, there's no political will to block withdrawals out of Coinbase um, or Cash App, but we just saw fucking them block buys on fucking GameStop, you know? Like, that, <laughs> right? like Of course there's political will to block Bitcoin withdrawals. Like, they don't need a new law. They don't need any kind of FinCEN ruling or anything. Like, it could just happen. One day, calls could go out, and it could fucking happen. Do you have enough Bitcoin? Have you learned how to use it privately? Are you comfortable with it? Like, are you ready to go? Because if you're not ready, like, that's going to bite you in the fucking ass pretty soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, do we want to wrap up? I could go on for fucking hours with this shit. But one thing I want to mention is the zeitgeist behind the the Wall Street Bets, Tendi Army, right? They they They're attacking this hedge fund. Again, they, they noticed it was overexposed in a short position, wanted to squeeze it out, but also th- there seems to be a, an impetus driven by anger at the system, at the unfair system after getting kicked in the dick year after year and Wall Street and the, the kleptocratic elite just taking over. Last year, billionaires increased their wealth 10 to 20 times over while 20 million, 30 million Americans lost their jobs, 40, 60% of small businesses had to f- fold under. And people are getting fed up. This is the the move against Melvin Capital this week is activists. It's activism. It's occup it's what Occupy Wall Street should have been. The technology didn't exist to make it happen back then. The social communication tools didn't exist to make it happen back then. 2021 completely different story we have the tech to make it happen we have the social media apps to communicate with each other and people were able to coordinate and actually do something meaningful something that actually fucking hurt the big guys put a chink in their armor with this move against gamestop like actually having skin in the game capital in the game and fighting back against the big guys instead of and i'm not trying to denigrate uh occupy wall street at all but I think you would concede and I would concede that like it did nothing other than be like, oh people are pissed. This was action that actually had an effect.
1: Yeah, I just uh right the next step is 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 to to reach your Bitcoin Zen and start stacking, right? Yes. Exactly. Because like obviously like this was a like you can't win a rigged game by playing that rigged game. You have to just fucking play a different game. Right. Exactly. And and that's what these, that that's what these guys are realizing now. um, That, that the powers that be won't let them get away with it unless, unless
0: they play a game where the rules they don't have control over. Yes. If you freaks are listening to this right now, if you're watching this right now, and you've been complacent about getting your sats off your exchange of choice, do not be complacent anymore. Download Blue Wallet, move your funds, learn how to take custody of them. It's time to act. Like Matt said, if they can fucking stop buying on GameStop, what is to stop them from stop? buy from to stop people from buying bitcoin and for like again they forced robin hood to sell some of their users positions like imagine if they did that to bitcoin imagine the price well, suppression they did
1: to doge too did they yeah so it doge sold- hit a new all-time high because of course did they know. shut it
0: down or did they force sell positions
1: no i I, well, I didn't know about the for sale to begin with on the gamestop stuff so you know, with that grain of salt on Doge, they did stop the buy button. They blocked the buy button on Doge after it hit an all time high. Um, which is I, you know, cl- classic doge with the Doge pump. But uh yeah, the same exact thing. Like that is I, I'm almost we were already making these kind of predictions for Bitcoin in a uh Bitcoin Tina type of green nad situation, like rip your nads off green candle situation, right? Um that they could close the on-ramps that I, I never thought about closing the buy button, but they can close the buy button as well. And, and here it's just, we're just watching it fucking really play out in, in real time to millions of users.
0: Yeah. So here's, here's the screenshot uh, of a Robinhood user. Robinhood's apparently selling people shares quote unquote for their own good. Um, so somebody tried like somebody noticed that like Robinhood put on a sell order for them. And they tried to cancel it. And here's the error they got. We're sorry, this order can't be canceled. And we placed it to mitigate the risk to your account. We placed it. So it was like a we margin call. It. No, it wasn't a margin what, call. Was they that weren't... person leveraged? I, I don't believe so. It's a market like, sell. Not, no, it's a market sell. Everything. It's a market sell. It's not an option sell. So like Because, were...
1: because on, on Robinhood, I mean, Robinhood got a lot of shit that on Robinhood you can... Um, like unsophisticated traders can can get into option situations where they're negative a shit ton of money. Like didn't like some kid like committed suicide. Yes. Um, which I think is predatory in the first place, right? Like one of the cool parts about BitMEX, uh, now they have KYC, but I've never used BitMEX. But one of the cool parts about BitMEX was if you were a degenerate and you tried to leverage trade there, like you only lost the Bitcoin you deposited. You didn't have like a debt against your family and all your future... <laughs> you know your your future
0: descendants like had to surf them to to robinhood to pay off your debt yeah (sighs) yeah crazy times freaks crazy times invigorating times tumultuous times but again like i tweeted out earlier today i am extremely optimistic about the potential for positive change that can come out of this yes it's scary yes it's fucked up but I'm excited to see people riled up about this. I'm excited to see Chamath and Dave Portnoy getting out in front of this Portnoy getting out in front of this and fucking like coming at them directly and getting like the stoolies paying attention to this is massive, massive. Again, like going back to last year with Shroop bucks and Davey day trader stocks only go up the cultural recognition that he's bringing to this problem. It should not be, underappreciated i think uh i think it's going to have a material effect and you can copy that with the fact that barstool with the barstool fund is one of the only uh companies like I, I, don't know, I like the government's not even helping you have to have a fucking company like barstool step in to save small businesses i think you're going to see people rally behind uh the pleb tendy army in mass people are pissed off man Uh Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Can't hear you now. What happened? Check the comments. Maybe uh, the freaks can hear you, but I can't. Well, I want to go on, too, because you don't have this on the list. Let me know when you get back. Another thing that happened yesterday, this country's going fucking insane. The Biden administration can't hear you. Are you going to have to come in and out? Are you there? We lost Matt. He's laughing at me. He's going to go out and come back in and I'm going to describe what happened yesterday. Oh shit. Now it's still recording. Uh, the Biden administration, the FBI department of justice went down, (laughs) went down to Florida and arrested a man. I forget his name, a gentleman, 31 year old journalist for posting memes in 2016 in the lead up to the presidential election. Like free speech doesn't exist anymore. Like they arrested a man for posting a meme. Like uh, I believe he was photoshopping MAGA hats on the celebrities. Uh, and they're trying to say that he was intimidating people not to vote. And they arrested him. He's facing 10 years in federal prison for making memes. Like this is, you're talking about a country that was making fun of President Xi in the communist, uh, Chinese Communist Party. Uh, because he didn't allow people to post Winnie the Pooh pictures of him somebody in america in the land of a free was arrested yesterday for posting a meme of photoshopping MAGA hats on the people we are no different than the chinese communist communist party right now you don't have free markets we have manipulated markets controlled by the powers that be and free speech is being eroded right in front of you somebody in the united states of america was indicted and has been arrested and faces 10 years in federal prison for posting a fucking meme. Wake the fuck up. What, what was the meme? He was just posting... Oh, nice, I, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you're back. From what I understand, he was just Photoshopping MAGA hats on the celebrities that were like for Hillary and they, they like... And I, just they, I be- think they're trying to say that he intimidated people out of voting or something like that i just want to be clear that they're trying to censor us that's why i got cut off of that stream this is true um hey fbi agent that's listening (laughs) fuck you no 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 we appreciate you uh no i don't appreciate you go kill no i'm not gonna say that (laughs) fuck you marty
1: um the yeah i mean that's crazy i don't know much about that meme story but if that's true then then that's that's fucked up um Our boy Michael Tracy was covering it. Wait, can I do it to you, Marty? Yeah. Do we live in a free country? Is it we even a free country anymore?
0: No, we're not. (laughs) But the spirit is there. That's like the we go back and forth to this all the time. Like us, individual Americans, the spirit lives within us. Well, some would say there's nuance
1: to the subject.
0: uh, Yeah, you would say that. I think it's it's like a it's like a. A distribution curve, right? Like, there are people that love liberty, and then there's the fucking dolts on the other side of the curve, and then the people in the middle are just like, Ugh.
1: I am not into it. I'm not looking at the comments, but someone said that we should get to the Bitcoin news. What people don't realize is this is why we Bitcoin like, this is why Bitcoin exists. Like, if, yeah. if all of this shit was going down and we didn't have the fucking lifeboats uh, available to us. I would be fucking freaking the fuck out right now. Like, I would, I would be absolutely fucking freaking out. But instead, I am, I am calmly in the lifeboats, shit posting the Bitcoin deniers who are like trying to do lifeboat bans, and I'm just trying to get people in the lifeboats. Like, otherwise, I'd be fucking freaking out.
0: Yeah. What do, you, what do you think about Michael Green and Nick Carter's debate and his his plea to us Bitcoiners that we try to fix the system from within? Hey, Michael Green, Prof Plum, if you're listening to this, it's fucking broken. It's mathematically irreparable. It's not going to fucking happen. Give up the pipe dream of saving the system. If today doesn't prove that to you that it's fucked, I don't know what to help you. Bitcoin is the only way out. Like If you don't understand that, have fun staying poor. Okay? I'm jacked up right now, I couldn't dude. This tell. is. I had no idea. <laughs> Should we get into the Bitcoin stuff?
1: I, we have been talking about Bitcoin stuff, but I'm down to go to the next topic on the list.
0: No, we'll go to Clark's dashboard.
1: We'll go to Clark. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, I'm down. Let's go to Clark's dashboard. It's a good one.
0: Price of Bitcoin right now is $32,590. Your cuck buck is going to get you 3,068 sats. The- Current Bitcoin market caps hovering around 606.6 billion, 606.6. Uh, you're going to get 17 and a half ounces of gold per Bitcoin. Bitcoin versus the gold market cap is currently at 5.04%. We're at block height 668,100, a nice even 100 number. That's good luck there. Eighteen million six hundred. Bitcoin have been distributed to the market. That's 88.63% of every Bitcoin that will ever be mined. Um, uh, We had a difficulty adjustment. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah, we did.
1: I don't know, man. You're the miner.
0: That's true. Yeah, it happened over the weekend since our last episode. And that was a 1% upward difficulty adjustment. Currently, blocks are coming in at nine minutes and thirty-six seconds since the last adjustment, and there is another estimated difficulty upward upward difficulty adjustment of four point three percent, estimated to happen around February sixth of this year. Uh, ch- ch- fees going up right now. Um, fees versus reward are nine point one three percent of the block. Samurai unspent capacity is two thousand two hundred ninety-five point three three Bitcoin, or seventy-four point eight million dollars i think that's an all-time high or hovering around where it was last week fuck yes let's do it thank you for reading the dashboard for us we appreciate you yeah you know i had to you know what you go on something because i gotta pull up the Uh, shots. the freaks are asking
1: about gold and saying who holds gold anymore uh only only poor boomers own gold um Although I do respect that it's one, of the, it's the only other way to to hold your own wealth, uh, besides Bitcoin, uh, in a self-sovereign fashion that is actually kind of liquid. Um, it is so much worse than Bitcoin. Like I don't know why you would ever own gold over Bitcoin, especially not during Bitcoin's adoption phase when we stand to have massive gains in in relation to gold. Like it just makes zero fucking sense whatsoever. That being said. You know, if you are sitting on massive equities gains in, in trusted third parties, maybe you want to put a portion of that into physical gold. But I would just go just, you know, put it put it all into Bitcoin.
0: That was the tendy armies, not gold, but silver. They're going to attack the physical silver markets and try to short squeeze that. Apparently, that's like the most... They're going for
1: silver. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so we'll see if that happens. I just, that would be.
1: I have a lot of friends that are like taking away the wrong thing from this, right? They're asking me what the next GameStop is, and and no, and, no, and, and, and so it has a lot of shitcoinish uh, tendencies with it, uh, to me, you know. And and, uh, and so so people need to be careful here, and 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 you, this is where the stay humble part comes in, and this is why, this is why why stacking sats is so fucking cool because we can have the same end result. Um, as what these Wall Street better guys are doing, um, but over a slightly longer time frame, um, with way less risk to us. Like we don't have to deal with this third party risk. We don't have to deal with them possibly rug pulling us. And if we're humble about it, we don't have to worry about potential liquidation risk. It, you know, uh, any leverage trader who got fucking wrecked on March twelfth will tell you about that. Um. So so it's, it's a really compelling, um strategy and i suggest everyone fucking look into it and i doubt you know many freaks
0: aren't so i'm just gonna end it at that stack sats freaks we're gonna take a little break to hop into our shout outs here uh if you freaks listened last week you know that there was a a transaction in route for a shout out they they attached a low fee to it uh it was hovering in mempools got kicked out of a mempool at one point last week it has um it has been confirmed there are Congrats, uh, how many 900 confirmations Holy shit. that's
1: not enough um, we should wait
0: <laughs> uh did they do a replace by fee what was the fee yeah they they raised the fee to 159.2 sats per bite, so they wanted to get a right all right and this is again like i said last week last week getting this particular shout out during the the double spend fud it would have been poor form to take to take afterwards it and, i felt and bad but it. i
1: felt like it was a good learning experience
0: a very good learning it's a experience. teaching moment. so here it is and it's actually pretty it's probably actually better this week than it would have been last week what's up fellas neil kashkari here i know i talk about infinite cash on tv but i'm a freak in the sheets i'm out here doing my best to usher in the bitcoin standard shout out to my fellow minneapolis bitcoiners i lurk in their telegram chat by day and stack sats by night Thanks and much love, Neil. Neil is, has been trying to send us wow. a message. Maybe he bumped his fee up by 100x to get the message out that people should be stacking sats. Neil Kashkari, freak, welcome to the it's show. It's
1: proven. It's known. It's factual. No one can make that up.
0: We know it. Just need, to lo- just need to lose your crazy eyes. They freak me out every once in a while,
1: okay? So I'm going to get zero hedge to tweet
0: it out in all caps. Then it's fact. <laughs> fact. Fact. Um, Matt and Marty have some Wayne Gretzky, number 99. Oh, we read this last week, didn't we? I remember Wayne, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did read this last week. Sorry for the partial double read there. Um, I fucking love that, that, that he replaced
1: one? by feed his fucking unconfirmed uh, shout-out. Good job, Neil. Had to do it so him, right? Way more sophisticated uh, so, than I expected.
0: Right? Neil. Hey, Neil's on top of it. RBF. Uh, here's a short but sweet shout out. Thank you for the truth, Jay. Shout out to Jay. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Jay Squad. Glad, glad you're liking it. Um, GL, my BOR. I finally got my multi... I think this is for you particularly. I finally got my multi-sig set up in place like we have been discussing on our three-hour Zoom calls. Kobo, cold card, inspector with a stop-off via one of Mr. Odell's preferred mixing services. What better way to test its spending capacity than by saying hi to you through the best podcast of Bitcoin? Oh, he's, he's talking to a friend. I feel one step closer to ultimate personal, personal sovereignty and look forward to you joining me in the cryptographically secure PSP-Driven embrace. Next stop, I'll see you at the homestead. All my lev. F-Dog. Shout out to F-Dog. Dope. It sounded to me like a freak Uncle Jim, that motherfucker, and I love it. Yeah. More Uncle Jim's That's what it's better. all about. That's
1: what it's all about. Guide, guide your little nibblings. Nibblings, I like
0: nibblings that. Nibblings is um,
1: is the only gender neutral term that I completely wholeheartedly support. Gender... <laughs> it's it's the gender neutral niece nephew is the nibbling.
0: I never knew yeah, that. So Uncle never Jim that
1: one. he has a ton of nibblings.
0: Nibblings. Yeah, we're not going to assume
1: that. their genders. Uncle,
0: Uncle Jim's nibblings. Uh, you're going to hate this one taproot activation 2021 let's go i agree Look, with this
1: I'm, i fully support taproot activating <laughs> and that's why i'm paying to provide an incentive to get you to shill it and peter mccormick to shill it i got both of you guys shilling it now i just need Ooh. to bet stefan and then i can just solidify the bitcoin podcaster space just to all shill taproot for like three stefan, million sacks. if you're
0: listening HR, HRF needs the sats. Matt, this is another one for you. When's Matt going to get on Clubhouse? The freaks are wondering.
1: I mean, it's iPhone only. And it just seems like a massive time sink. I'm trying to use social media less. But, you know, I'll probably capitulate in like a week and a half or something. We'll see. It's pretty fun. Um, I'm having fun. It's a huge time sink. I'd though. be lying if I said it wasn't FOMO. But I think the real FOMO I'm having is, is the in-person Bitcoin or meetups. Because let's be honest, like I, I, I want you freaks on Clubhouse to be careful. I enjoy the enthusiasm over there. Um, I know technically the conversations are ephemeral and they're supposedly not saved for later so no one can listen to them later. But just remember that anyone who's in your, your room can record your conversation. Um, so please be careful about what you do talk about when you're, you're, you're over there.
0: Yeah, there's definitely, I think people recognize that on the app that's my favorite part about selves.
1: bitcoin meetups right is that we can talk about these things while drinking and and like you need to have a physical spook there uh to <laughs> to get you like at
0: least you get to play like who's the spook like, you don't really there's get to definitely do that. been spooks there's definitely been spooks at bit devs meetups 100%. i remember one particular some of my X favorite people really are spooks. intelligence
1: like i'm pretty sure marty's a spook and you know he's 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 my brother love you brother there you go. don't don't throw me under him, the man. bus
0: <laughs> I'll make sure they go easy on you. I appreciate it. Okay. You're going to get a nice comfy bed in your cell in the gulag. We'll make sure you have access to quality food. You'll be separated from the rest of the plebs. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, no. Bitcoin Comics is saying in the, in the chat that I'm not reading that, that people should use a uh, burner number if they use Clubhouse because it's based on phone numbers. Um, yes, yes, you should do that as well. I mean, consider doing that. Um, I think did they like upload your contacts? There's like a contacts permission that people were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's fucked. Like be careful about that. But I do love I, you know, I I love the, the concept behind it, right? And the the concept behind it is why we podcast, why we why I do this in the first place, right? And I, I just love connecting with all you freaks. So um yeah, I mean I I look forward to doing it at, at Bitcoin twenty twenty one and uh and and at the at at the next bitblock boom the next bitblock boom is going to be fucking lit so i'm pretty excited for both yeah. of those uh we do yeah I'm, I'm not actually going to talk about that but yeah
0: excited ooh, oh, ooh oh yeah let's go oh no i will say a clubhouse just quick derivation while we're here now yeah you can tell there's it's extremely popular right now due to the lockdowns of the last year and people haven't been able to like it's like water cooler talk like people have been fiending for the ability to, to talk to coworkers and friends and other humans about stuff they're interested in but, it just feels like a bunch of water cooler talk bitcoin meetup as well people are, are craving these types of interactions um it is, is it is a really me. cool
1: what right like if you want to the... talk about like everything coming together at the same time right
0: it's um, a push towards pod life what was that it's a, it's a bigger push towards pod life.
1: Yeah. It's it not pod life. It's, it's almost, I mean, if we just forget about that, that whole concept uh, for a second, that this idea that all of a sudden the way 2020 went, it went from all of our conversations being default private, right? Like the majority of our conversations were happening in person, at least a big city life. Right. Right. Like the majority of my conversations, hours and hours of conversations were happening In people's apartments, cozy bars, stuff like that, in person. And then all of those conversations moved online, whether that's through Zoom or Clubhouse or or Twitter or Telegram. And they're super easy to surveil. You don't need to have a physical spook in there, right? And it kills me inside. Like it's it was it's amazing what like how quick that happened, right? It happened, it happened so fast. And I remember like in the early 2020, I was like, we are so digitized, like it can't get much worse. Like, 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 all of our conversations are being surveilled and mass surveilled and stuff. And then it got way worse. Like, it did not even like little bit.
0: It was like significantly. This is like, tinfoil hat going off right now. Economic shutdowns happened a few months after the repo market spasms. Buy Bitcoin. I'm not going to say controlled demolition. I'm not going to say not it. controlled demolition.
1: So, do we think, um. So, I mean, I saw your bent the other day, Melt Up. Um, I remember two or three years ago when I started getting involved in VC Twitter. It's funny because, like, I got, like, kind of, I got allowed into, like, a couple telegram groups and stuff that I probably shouldn't have been allowed into just because I was, like, a Bitcoiner pleb who, uh, like, just spit fire on Twitter. And then I got invited into, like, VC rooms where, like, I should not have belonged in there. And I remember, like, three years ago, I was, like, honestly – I said what Portnoy says, right? I was like, stocks are only designed to go up. I was like, I was like, in a recession, in the next recession, like Google and Apple are just going to fucking pump. Like they're like, they're the, the blue chips are like the new treasury bonds or whatever. They just go up because the fucking money is, is losing value. Now I feel like that's almost consensus opinion. It's almost like in a failure, we're like, I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, like this is failure state shit, right? And in failure state shit, like do like there's a theory there's something here where like none of this shit goes down right like it's just it's really the shitty money that it's all priced in is is losing value
0: and it just goes up hodl american Hoddle tweeted out yesterday quote tweeted it we are living through the beginnings of a hyperflationary event yeah. and he quote tweeted macroscope and i'm going to pull this up if yeah, i can the find the weimar it.
1: republic tweet right yeah, the, the thread—it's crazy. It's like the people parallels. like run home after payday to just put their money into equities before I it mean, loses value. Fine.
0: I slow down whenever I, I go on my browser. I need to use a different browser while we're live.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that like that's kind of where I I feel I'm in right now. Like I feel like just don't get caught holding shitty money. So like you can't be caught holding the U.S. dollar. I mean, obviously, I think the best place you should be in is Bitcoin. None of this is financial advice, but it is. Um, and uh, but like I like I'd almost rather be in like the shittiest equity than like in fucking cash. And it's just like you can't you can't be holding cash. But um, yeah, I mean, Bitcoin, let's fucking go. That's what it's all about. Yes. It, give, it gives it gives it gives us. A, a proper price, a real, true free market price. And what people don't realize when I talk about the free market that is Bitcoin, this global free market, one of the mainstays, one of the key aspects of it is the proof of work, the distributed proof of work. It's this mining mechanism, right? This idea that anyone, anywhere can connect hardware, connect it to electricity, and they can get the most free market price for Bitcoin ever. That, uh, that, like That, that is the, the proper free market. That is a free market that is, we have never seen anything like that to that level.
0: No, it's again, it's the freest market on. The, it's the only free market on the planet right now, other than the drug markets and the dark markets, like the dark markets and the Bitcoin market, like, and even they're being manipulated now. That they're <laughs> they're being driven to to the forefront and legalized. Well, they're going All right. Them. So here's one of my favorite followers on Twitter, by the way, criminally underfollowed in my mind. Macroscope at macroscope seventeen. And here's his thread uh, from the book, Defying Hitler, Sebastian Hafner in 1923, Weimar, Germany. The young and quick-witted did well. Overnight, they became rich. They became free, rich, and independent. It was a situation in which mental inertia and reliance on past experience were punished by starvation and death, but rapid appraisal of new situations and speed of reaction were rewarded. With sudden, vast riches, the 21-year-old bank director appeared on the scene and also the high school senior who earned his living from the stock market tips of his slightly older friends. He wore Oscar Wilde ties, organized champagne parties, and supported his embarrassed father. This is exactly what's going on right now. You have fucking Mark Cuban talking about his 11-year-old son making money in the stock market yesterday. Like, it's It's a... I think we're going to melt up, dude. I think we are melting up. Which is just interesting.
1: Uh it's going to be a we're just getting started. This is the beginning and no one can really fathom what happens next. All I know is um you should be learning about Bitcoin.
0: You should be learning about Bitcoin and Unite. Unite that was the crazy thing about today too. Yet fucking hell froze over. Ted Cruz was quote-tweeting uh, AOC and agreed in with AOC. It's like, this is, freaks, unite. Drop, I said this yesterday at Clubhouse, drop the left-versus-right paradigm. It's not left-versus-right. It's a class warfare. It's class warfare. The elites are fucking shitting on all of us. They do not give a fuck. Today is perfect evidence of that. Drop the left-versus-right. I know myself. Right. I have I've fallen prey to that in the past recently, election cycle, but this has made, nothing has made this more clear that we need to reframe the conversation in this country particularly from left versus right to us plebs versus the central banking and elite banking system. It is this bitch right here. It's her, <laughs> we need to come at her in the Federal right Reserve, you. seriously. She's staring at me, look at, she's like, look. At, she does not look happy. We need to come at her <laughs> by doing this, okay? Buy Bitcoin. We can, uh, unite, walk away from the system like Matt said earlier. We can walk away. We are creating a new system. Bitcoin is being built out. We can. We have an escape boat. We need to get as many people on the lifeboats as possible, and we can leave these motherfuckers behind.
1: To the freaks who are listening on the podcast, uh, Marty has Janet Yellen behind him, and then the famous buy Bitcoin uh, with the Bitcoin sign guy behind, um, and that's who he was pointing to. Um, yeah, I mean, in in the spirit of unity, I would say like we welcome all shit corners as well. Um, you know, market dump your shit coins for Bitcoin and join us in the stacking Sats revolution. Um, in the spirit of unity. Um, but yeah, I I think. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited it's going to be crazy, but I'm excited that all this is is playing out in front of us. Um and as the freaks can see that are watching the live stream, I do have a nice view. So um it's a pretty good place feel. to watch it from.
0: Um, I have the nice view. You're you're facing your screen. I'm I'm seeing the view. That's true, but I mean when I'm not when I'm not streaming, I do have a good view. That's true. That's true. Um all right. Let's get into the list. Let's get into the all list. We're, we're, <laughs> we're like an hour in, we're were we. I think we're an hour in, um, maybe a little bit more. Uh, you mentioned tour three earlier, but let's go into more detail on that. Um, mm-hmm. What What are you hearing? Yeah, uh, nothing scary as fuck. Because you tweeted about it this morning, right? Like, because they said they, yeah, patched I'm like one of four the people
1: globally who've tweeted about it. There's like no like that's the weird thing. Like the cool thing about Bitcoin is that there's this cultural revolution with it, right? That we have these people. Who are like obsessed with it, right? That we have these people that are obsessed with it and they're like super adversarial thinkers. Um, with Tor, you kind of you have like it's way bifurcated. You have like the developer team, which is almost more uh corporatist, even though they're not a corporation, they're they're nonprofit, right? And then you have the majority of the of the user base, which is dark markets. Right. And then you have the Tor Foundation, which is mostly focused on, uh, you know, like revolutionary dissidents, like freedom fighters, stuff like that. Right. They don't actually ever talk about uh, dark markets, even though the majority of the use is dark markets. Right. And, and we're not supposed to say that as tour promoters. We're not supposed to say that because it's like bad optics. Right. Like so we always say like, oh, tour is is meant for freedom. And, so, and it is. That's what dark markets are is freedom. Right. But like you're supposed to like shy away from it. So so we have this whole community on the dark markets, like on, on dread and stuff, um, who are talking about this Tor outage in terms of real issues, right? Like they have issues, they cannot access v3 services again. Right. This was the same issues that we we saw. So their their most recent address format. The way Tor works is it's not a decentralized system, it's a centralized system that has these um these these database servers uh that 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 allow you to connect out to the network the way the network works and the reason is is because in towards threat model they assume the US government is fine with them they 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 have the blessing of the most powerful government in the world um because the US government has decided that it's better for them if dissidents in other countries and stuff have access to free communications it's a net benefit and that's absolutely true like that's the american way um that's one of the few oh. things we do well right so so so
0: the, the resting meme posters, right?
1: But the Tor Foundation is based off of that threat model, right? So, so that's why I'm worried about Tor in general, is because if that threat model changes, if the U.S. government decides to be hostile to Tor, like we're fucked. Like there, there's, there's, it's like Tor is done, and and that's what no one wants to talk about. Um, so, so it's important, I think, as Bitcoiners to realize that we can't rely on Tor uptime, um. We can rely on Tor, I think, still in terms of security guarantees when it works. So, like, if you're, if you're trying to use Tor and it's actually working and you're getting delivered data and stuff, you're probably private enough. Um, probably. <laughs> I'm not going to definitively say it, but you're probably private enough. But in terms of, like, making sure that, like, when I wake up in the morning and I need to use Tor, if it works, that might not be the case. So, the concern to me is more uptime. And, and, and these attacks have all been denial of service attacks. So the idea is that, that you, you overwhelm these database servers, these directory servers, to the point where they're not able to serve the addresses and connections to the users, so they can't use Tor, right? It's not compromising Tor in terms of the privacy guarantees, it's compromising Tor in terms of, I can't even fucking use it. And from a practical perspective as a Bitcoiner, that means any Bitcoin node that's Tor only, specifically Lightning nodes, and remote nodes, like uh, all, all our favorite remote mobile clients that connect back to our node at home, whether that's Zeus for Lightning, whether that's Samurai for CoinJoin, and just on-chain private spending, um, they they use or Blue Wallet going back to an Electrum server. They use Tor to connect, right? And it, and if these directory servers are getting denial of service, you can't connect to them. Your coins are still safe. You just can't spend them. Now with Lightning, it's more questionable because with Lightning, if your node doesn't have uptime um, for the period where a malicious close can happen, then you could actually lose funds. That has not happened in the wild yet. Um, if you're not a sophisticated attacker, it's probably still pretty risky to do that on the Tor only node because they could come up at any point in the next like 24 hours or so and, and, and realize you broadcast a malicious state and you lose the whole thing. So, like, the idea is, like, if you have a channel with a party, you could broadcast a malicious state um, that says that you have more of that channel than you really do, and you make that on-chain. But if you get caught doing that, you lose the whole fucking amount. So, like, you can be trying to cheat them out of 200,000 sats, but if you have a million sats in that channel, you lose the whole million sats. So, it's a really nice, strong incentive not to attack. Um, but there, there is that concern there.
0: Yeah. Fuck, man. What can we trust these days? Are they just going to like strip everything from us, our ability to buy stocks, our ability to use these private technologies, privacy technologies? I think technologies? one thing,
1: one positive thing we can take away from everything that's happened over the last couple of days is that they are more like the powers that be are more um, scared and reactive and, and not prepared than, than one might think. Um, this idea that there's like this this super sophisticated cabal that like knows exactly what they're doing and has a plan in place is like completely incorrect. Um, so, so, so I think while there are greedy people in positions of power, I don't think they are nearly as sophisticated as people think. And I think that uh, there's, there's a, a lot of what we see shows hope to me in, in, in that, in that the people trying to keep us down are disorganized. And I think we're way more organized than they are. Like I think, like we have we have armies of of bitcoiners going out every day and just pulling bitcoin off the market. We have we have armies of people learning every day, like how to how how to defend themselves and how to create more resilient systems and support those systems. So I, I I'm I'm more optimistic than I am otherwise.
0: I'm optimistic too, but I do think they again they. they seems like they ha- they feel an urgent need to begin again. Let's go back to that fat fuck Augustin Carstens. Like the legitimate fucking archetype of, of an evil banker. Like, saying that central banks are best positioned to provide sound money of the world. Again, projection. But he's like the bank projection. of central banks. And it's, but it's like, it's literally objectively false. Like central banks One, they can't create a sound money because fiat is not sound money. You can't decree sound money. Sound money is dependent, is, excuse me, agreed upon and developed on the free market. That is where sound, you can't, like Bitcoin is free market money. You can't centrally plan a sound money. And obviously the state of the world is such that Bitcoin exists specifically because central banks devalue their currencies. They can't be like Satoshi. The central bank can't be trusted to debase the currency. It's literally the reason, Datre, that Bitcoin exists. Is because they can't, <laughs> they can't, they can't maintain a sound like again the projection coming from them too. They're trying to gaslight the fuck out of everybody, and it's aggressive, it's urgent. They seem to be rushing. They're misstepping. It's fucking. They they seem nervous. The powers that be. And again, what did Christine Lagarde say? We need to shut off the exit. If there's an escape, they will use it. Yeah. You How you know what, Christine? Christine, you witch, you demon. We're escaping. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's pretty it's pretty fucked up. I I mean I so, sorry, Andrew Stottle, for, for cursing. Bitcoin go up. It, I
1: mean I i that's never gonna happen. I mean, you've been listening for a while. I'm never gonna stop cursing. I can't help myself. I went a poor um so I yeah, I, 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 I think that one of the things is, is like w- when when the Bank of International Settlements is shilling central bank digital currencies, it's like, I'm completely fine with them doing that. Like I, they can go fuck themselves, but I, I just, I know that that's their book. Of course, they're going to do that. You know, like the, the Karstens, that's all he knows, you know, and, and of course he's going to fucking shill that. What bothers me more is when people that are getting subjugated defend it. But but I, I completely understand the angst, you know? My angst? Yeah, I mean like they can go fuck themselves, right? But at the same time, like I defend I defend the the, the logic de- the logic Yes, they're going to do this. Right. The logic works out. Like I don't expect Carstens to do anything except say that central bank digital currencies are the best and Bitcoin sucks, right? Like obviously yeah. he's against independent private currency
0: yeah right yeah no, I mean in that in that report, like he specifically said, we do not want a private currency um and I think the case was like for chargebacks or something like that, like the example he used is fucking stupid it was like, yeah what? I don't
1: it's funny that they're talking about it, right like we we've won because they're talking about it as soon as they start talking about us, we've already won
0: it's too late we've entered we well, while we're entering they they the fight you phase they've been laughing at us, i think we're we're in the fights time to take time to take the gloves off freaks you may have to fight dirty and fighting dirty means getting your coins off exchange and civil disobedience fuck these people they're coming for you i'm enraged today and again we're seeing it in the netherlands it's starting there tighter kyc regs in in the netherlands i believe bitstamp uh had to implement the kyc restrictions that we've been talking about there their bitstamp is now um Forcing customers they're not forcing. They're yeah, they are. Bitstamp, it, Bitstamp is being forced to force their com- customers to, um, to uh, share their withdrawal address. Which is, I thought Bitstamp would have left the Netherlands before s- succumbing to that. Um, it's been one of the stalwarts in the industry. Well, I kind of like quite that
1: quite they're. Time. I kind of like the idea that the exchanges are saying, uh, "You can give us a screenshot." Because like really with Bitcoin, we have a verifiable means to sign addresses, uh, you know, with, with in a trust minimized way to prove that you own an address and a screenshot is way worse than that. Um, you can just have, I mean, you could have your buddy sign a, a message, I guess, but you could just easily have your buddy send a screenshot. So like I kind of yeah, could
0: just fucking, you could Photoshop it too.
1: But um, yeah, I mean, look, KYC is just like a you're just going down a fucking massive hole no matter what it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and these companies they have no choice but like fuck them like you know i'm not running one of those companies and that's why i'm not running one of them like they're going to get compelled all the way down to be as horrible of a company as possible no matter what and as users like you just gotta fucking isolate yourself from kyc people are telling me that i'm way too low in microphone volume do you have issues hearing
0: me over there marty you're coming in loud and clear on my. Last
1: time I tried to fuck with it, guys, I got censored. I didn't get censored. I probably, it was my fault. But I, I, they got, they censored us. They censored us. And, and that's why you should share and subscribe and like the podcast. Uh, we'll do the pomp. That's a pomp, did When you fucking, yeah. Um, he took us down. Max Kaiser, if, if you're listening. Too. He's um, saying what's true. He's listening. Appreciate you listening, Max. Uh, that I'm getting censored, obviously. No, I'm assuming he's saying that I'm uh, my mic is too low, um, but it is what it is. Uh, we can't do it on the fly. We appreciate you guys listening live, and uh, all the freaks listening in the podcast will probably hear me great. So,
0: yeah, you're coming in loud and clear on my end, and this is where it's recording. So, you should be good when it hits the podcast air um, airwaves. If you guys are listening via podcast, via YouTube, wherever. Smash that subscribe button, that like, put the noties on. And let on. me
1: know if I'm too low in that case. Then then we'll we'll adjust it for next week. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the KYC rabbit hole, like, literally, they're just going to keep taking fucking shit. They're going to just take as much as they can fucking take, and they're going to take more, and they're going to take more, and they're going to take, take more. And the companies are not going to have a choice, really, if they want to be companies and they want to make money. And... It's just going to get worse and worse. And as users, we only have one choice. We have to opt out. We have to opt out. And you you just have to, you have to say no. Like if a service needs KYC to do it, no, I will not use that service. Um, And if you want to read more about this, like no KYC only.com and just start insulating yourself. And like, I understand, like if some people have one or one or two maybe max KYC services for their you know, their KYC fiat that they're bringing in through their KYC job. Uh, like, I understand. Okay. But like at the end of the day, you're going to like, they're going to force your hand and you're going to have to cut ties and you should really do it before they force your hand.
0: Yeah. With that being said, I agree. That's probably the most likely case, but I hold out hope that there are good people working at these exchanges. We need people to stand the fuck up. These like stand the fuck up. I know some people working at exchanges listen to this podcast push back the two-tiered system has never been clearer than it is today KYC AML is literally the least effective regulation I think it has a point one percent like success rate in actually stopping money laundering at all like it's the most ineffective burdensome regulation it does not fucking work like that's the future I want is not where we have to run and hide and like, just worry about this. We want freedom in the world. We need to compel these people working at exchanges to push back. KYC AML is literally the least effective regulation. It does nothing to stop money laundering. All it does is put users in danger by collecting too much information. And as we've learned this week, it is a two-tiered system where we plebs just get dicked on and dicked on, and dicked on, and dicked on. And I hope what's going on this week gives people at exchanges courage to stand up and start pushing back against this fucking terrible, terrible system that we've built.
1: Marty, KYC is not there to prevent fraud. KYC is there to protect fraud. KYC is there so that that when we end up in a situation like we are in today— where you have retail running up against the powers that be you're able to knock them out right because if you have anonymous participants in a market you can't do any of this control there's no control like you don't know who you're interacting with right so at the end of the day this is all an element of control it's to protect fraud it's not to prevent fraud
0: completely agree it's ineffective but stand up let's take this freedom back I hope today, like today, I I tweeted it out. It's like a fucking, fucking Franz Ferdinand moment. Like, people are going to wake up, and hopefully this is like, like, incites ripple effects where people have had enough. I'm mad as hell, and I'm going to do something about it. Fucking start doing something about it, people. Like, just speak up. You saw what our Wall Street bets did. A bunch of fucking plebs are taking down some of the biggest hedge funds on Wall Street to the point where they had to literally like disallow you from buying the stock and liquidate for you to get back in the position. Like that was a powerful move. That was power. That was decentralized. That was individuals. That was people like you and me doing something to stick it to the big guy. Let's more of this, more of this moving forward. And it could be, a, it's the a beauty of it too. It's a fucking peaceful revolution. You use capital to do it. You put your money and you, you, short the, you squeeze the shorts. You put your money in sats. You take in your personal... Possession, you take liquidity out of the dollar system, you get into this new monetary system where they can't fuck with you, take your power back. Like, fucking act, act, act,
1: act, act. Let's go. Sat, 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 sat,
0: sat, sat. Sat. Everybody joined me. <laughs> I had my cousin text me. Kev, if you're listening, like I can't answer your text right now. <laughs> he is li- he texted me. He's like, "I'm watching the live stream. I'm like how do I get on Blue Wallet?" I can't answer <laughs> you right now, Kev. Downloading from the fucking App Store, bro. Blue Wallet.
1: It's the name of the color plus wallet. See, it's Kev, it's really
0: simple. Download it. Right down. You don't even seat. have to don't put it in the that's your secret backup words. There's so much. Write it it's down. Really down. Keep it safe. You don't down even down. have to write it down right away. You should, but you don't have to if you're not comfortable with it. Um, God, fucking ah! Zed, a, Zed, I feel like Alex Jones right now, like yeah. like ready to go. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Marathon. This is funny. About a hundred. It's. I mean, it's. If you're a miner, and you buy that many miners, then you buy that much Bitcoin. To me, that signals that like you're not able to execute the plug-in. That's, in what, miners, it is. Is That's what it is. That's yeah. why
1: I put it on the list is because it's funny because usually if you're a publicly traded mining company and you have capital uh, in USD, like you would use that to buy miners, but obviously they weren't able to buy miners. So instead they just straight up bought $125 million with Bitcoin.
0: That, but they've also bought tens of thousands of miners before. Right. But they, they already have and, miners, yeah. And I've been questioning: Are they going to be able to plug them all in and be profitable with them? And this signals to me, like, all right, let's get some Bitcoin just in case this doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's like a company; it's like a massive, big company uh, that that has to deal with the same like existential questioning of themselves, where they're like, "Do I mine or do I stack?" You know, and like like they, they, a lot of times, like if you're a miner, you have like maybe you have four ASICs or something and you're bringing in, you know, maybe a, a million stats a month, you know, and you're just like, I'm not bringing in enough quick enough and I can't get a miner quick enough. Right. And instead you stack. So there you go. That I mean, that's not a small purchase. $150 million like in pre-sailor days would have been a big fucking deal. Now
0: it's like uh, whatever, like, oh, they didn't, they didn't stack a billion. You know, but right well pre-sailor when did sailors start buying in August what's what his cost basis at one point was like $17,000 and his first buy-in was like 450 million so this is like hey, that's two and a third times more than this 150 million dollar buy and the purchasing power of this 150 million dollar buy compared to sailors buys at 17,000 it's crazy how how quickly this happens like the institution's Thinking about getting in, like, sailors, at such an advantage to these guys. Even though these guys bought a lot, like, sailor got way more sats for his cuck bucks. And, like, it's going to be crazy to see that competition from these these big dicks trying to get in and how much money they throw and how few sats they're able to get for it compared to first movers from that class of investor.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's FOMO. We've all lived it.
0: Yeah, we have. We're in the software update section of the episode. Very short software update. This week, Sparrow Wallet version 1.0.0. Major release. Uncle Marty's going to read some release notes because he's he's a masochist and he just feels like it. Um, Support smaller screen resolutions down to 1366 by 768. Been waiting for that. An option to turn on (laughs) HP capture. (laughs) Support. uh, Supports foundation devices, passport, hardware, wallet. Avoid unnecessary psbt bloat for cold card and cobalt default to creating a new bitcoin core wallet that's interesting support for bitcoin core 0.21 and then a bunch of fixes from there if you're using sparrow wallet consider upgrading i'm not going to force you to upgrade check out the upgrade make sure you're comfortable with it i really
1: like sparrow now between sparrow it's pretty crazy uh
0: you're coming in a lot louder now. I wonder if the freaks can hear you. Oh,
1: well, I, I, I'm i just, like, fucking with shit on my side. I don't know, man. Uh, It's weird because I'm monitoring it on my same side. Like, I can hear my own voice, and I You're, sound good.
0: You were calling me a fed. That's a fed move right there. What? It, this is a fed position. What?
1: doing this ear thing? I've learned from the yeah, movies. Yeah. I do this from the movies. This is what, like, James Bond he, does and shit.
0: You just doubted you yourself, do you man. Copy? Yeah, I always thought this was
1: like (laughs) the cool... When I was a kid, this was like the cool way of doing it. Um, Yeah, I completely forgot what we were talking about.
0: Sparrow Wallet. Oh, Sparrow Wallet is fucking
1: dope. The crazy thing to me is that Sparrow Wallet and Spectre are the two fucking most dope wallets we have right now um, on desktop. And they're both less than a year and a half old. They're like brand new. You know, like people don't realize... Like, we're very lucky. Like, Blue Wallet, too, is like, it's a very new wallet.
0: I love Blue Wallet.
1: The comment, like, all these things, like, we're, we're fucking doing it, guys. Like, we're doing it. Like, we're creating an open source ecosystem. People said open source couldn't scale. We couldn't, we couldn't get uh, open source. And, and here we have like a sophisticated open source ecosystem uh, that's indirectly incentivized by this fucking scarce asset. This digital bearer asset that's going
0: up in value, like that's crazy, right? I'm um, gonna add something to the list because just got sent through to no bullshit Bitcoin. While we're on the software update, Voltage version 0.2.3 was released. That's upgrade to LND version 0.12.0. Uh, they have settings improvement, webhooks, documentation sites. If you freaks haven't gone and checked out the episode I did with Graham, the founder of Voltage, Voltage is. A, uh, a service that's allowing you to spin up lightning network nodes in the cloud. However, they do it in a way that that encrypts all the data so they don't know anything that's going on inside the servers. You have all the information. Everything is encrypted on their end. They can't see anything. A really interesting service. Go check out that episode with Graham. If you are running Voltage, Voltage version 0.2.3, 0.2.3 has been released um, back to our list uh tails version 4.15 has been released anything major here
1: tails is a weird one because tails is is fucking the 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 ultimate os for someone who's trying to be the ultimate os uh cubes people like go crazy about cubes cubes is very difficult to use tails is accessible you can put tails on a on a usb drive just plug it in um and you have a pretty private focused experience um, with Electrum built in, as a Bitcoiner, it's very important that you have Electrum built in that defaults to Tor. Everything on, on Tails defaults to Tor. Um, so, so with this, this particular Tails update, they updated Firefox, uh, they updated like, all the, the, the core Linux, um, and they updated Tor. And that's what they do every time and it's just really important. though When you're in the privacy world, it's funny because in the sovereignty world with Bitcoin, it's, almost, it's important that you update slowly right like we want to update slowly we don't want a new update to just fucking decide things um, on the in the privacy world you need to update on time you need to update constantly
0: i'm i'm losing your video on i I me end. too i but lost it, your video i but... you could still hear me though i'm going to i'm going to back out and back back in okay matt's backing out i'm going to keep going here with the software updates fully noted version 0.2.11 uh, has been released. If you're a fully noted user, highly recommend um, doing that. Fully noted is a, a sick project, um, uh, allowing you to to do watch only wallets on your uh, phone, but also multi sig. You can use your phone as a multi sig key as well. Yeah, that's. I'm not getting. I'm not getting that mixed up with anything. I hope not. Graphene OS. They have a web installer out right now. So this is an experimental web USB-based installer for Graphene OS. Consider using the command line installation guide until this has been more thoroughly tested. Um, so I'm assuming, I haven't been up to date, Matt, through this on the list. Um, this is different than mobile. Can you, are, are they moving Graphene to a web browser? Hmm. I don't know. We'll ask Matt when he gets back. I don't know where he is. Like there's a screen here, but he's not and he's gone now. <sighs> Freaks. Well, I have you 101. Well, Uncle Marty has you 101. I'm gonna Matt's waiting to get back in, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here. The time is now. The time is now. Seize the moment. They're they're wounded. The establishment is wounded. Now is the time to act, to take power. The, the Emperor has no clothes. The Wizard of Oz has been exposed. Fuck these people. Push back. The time is now. Seriously. Matt, what's going on with Graphene OS? This web stuff? Is it like a web? Like a Graphene operating system that you could use as a browser on your computer? He's muted. He's muted. So you're connecting your USB to your device. You back? Yeah, I can hear you, but you're coming in a little fuzzy. Can you hear me, like, straight, clear? Okay, now you're coming in clear. All right, I completely lost him. I hope this doesn't fuck up the episode. Uncle Marty one-on-one time again. The time is now, freaks. Um, I'm just gonna keep going down the list here. Grayscale donated one million dollars to Coin Center, matching up to another one million dollars. Coin Center is a group uh, in D.C. working to lobby on behalf of the cryptocurrency industry. Um, Matt likes them a lot. If you consider, uh, if you want to consider donating to them, think about it. Grayscale's donating to them, trying to get. Uh, uh, favorable laws for for bitcoiners passed. Uh, this is really interesting and shows the power of Bitcoin and and how it's a populist movement, uh, a a technology that enables the dissidents, the uh, the people really sticking a needle in the eye of the establishment. Naval Navalny, um, who is the opposition. I don't want to say leader. He's like the opposition up and coming opposer to Putin in Russia. Uh, His donation address uh, received almost four Bitcoin since he was jailed. Obviously Russia, despotic dictatorship over there um, are are throwing, I believe they poisoned this dude too. Um, And now they're throwing him in jail and he is accepting Bitcoin donations and is almost amassed uh, 400 million sats, which is pretty, pretty material i let matt in again we may have lost matt for this episode which is a shame it's been it's been an incredible rip um i don't know i mean i can go solo i'm gonna go solo for as long as possible uh mining pool censorship analysis by Mitmex research came out as well um basically trying to calculate yes we're back we are back dude you you just had me go and ad-libbing there for for quite a while I think uh, my wireless provider just cut me off
1: in terms of data used uh, remotely. <laughs> That's I was dumb. on cell data, so I apologize, freaks. <sighs> you I'm risking it. it with the cabin data now.
0: You got to up your plan, bro.
1: They don't allow you to. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to talk exist. about my carrier because of sim swapping, um, but we will. I try my best, freaks. I try my best for you guys. I'll, I don't care about
0: overages or anything. I, I pay them all um, what's going on with GrapheneOS? os? I was thinking about that, so it just allows you to connect your phone to your computer and you can so interact is super with it there cool I, It seemed cool, but I couldn't explain it
1: so 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 you can now in so I have probably the easiest guide to install graphene OS on a pixel device, so they use Google Pixel devices because it's a very standard secure elemented device that you can, you can install this, this hardened privacy-focused version of Android onto, um, but it's, it's a more complicated process. You have to go through command line and shit. So now they have a Chrome version of this installer. So if you have a, whether you have a Chrome browser or you have a Chromium-based browser, which is the open source version, um, you're able to flash graphene on just like a clickable interface on, you know, it's a visual clickable interface. It's super fucking easy. And what that means though is you don't even need a computer. If you have a graphing phone, um, it has a Chromium browser on it. So you can take a graphing phone and you can go USB C to USB C and you can seed graphing onto a new phone. So you can go to like a Bitcoin oh. conference and I could bring my graphing phone with me and I can just fucking install graphing on everyone's phone in the bar while I'm there. Like if they just bring pixels with me. That's so like, this crazy. is a game changer. I think, I think all you need now is you go buy pixel 4a, you buy a pixel 4 and you just, you just easily install a graphene on it. Like that's, that's accessible privacy. That's accessible privacy guarantees. That's what we want to see.
0: Steel man, that phone to phone graphene download. There's no chance of like corrupting. Well, so it's really cool is they already had, so so
1: so when you install software you should verify it, right? And you should make sure that it hasn't been compromised. And people don't like PGP verifying, right? Like that's an issue. Uh, it, it, it's a UX issue, it's complicated for people to do. Um, graphene already has a app-based QR-based verification method from another phone.
0: Ooh. So if
1: you have a trusted install of graphene on one phone, you can verify it with that phone via QR codes. So, so presumably, uh, let, let's do a Bitcoiner example. We're at a Bitcoin conference. Uh, I install graphene for you using my graphene phone and a USB-C cable at the bar. And then you get another beer and you go to Evan Kludes, who has graphene, and you go verify for me with your QR code. And then Evan verifies. So then both me and Evan have to collude for you to have a malicious version of graphene and if yeah that that's fucking that's fucking massive and technically you can verify with an unlimited amount of people so then after they verify with Evan they could go verify with you they could go verify with uh waste slice they could go verify with anyone they want right and that's pretty fucking cool so yeah. like at the end of the day what we want to see is we want to see software that's easy to 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 prove what they're doing and and, ver- and easy to prove you know verifiable means you want to be able to verify all the claims they're they're making that is extremely dope it's really cool it's it's very user friendly it's yes. amazing
0: it's experimental though correct right yeah be careful with it but still it's game changer i'm yes. excited about it it seems very exciting that seems dope and seems like a great way to get that operating system in the hands of more people that is like the biggest hurdle is the manual process you have Uncle the Phone Jim to there. phone is massive, that you don't need right? a computer. Right? It's massive. On to the next item of the list. The Bitmain saga has come to an amicable end. An amicable end. Jihan Wu uh, wrote a PGB signed message um, to the world explaining what happened uh, with the end of the, the Bitmain debacle. Bi- Jihan's stepping down as a CEO and chairman of Bitmain will no longer. Be involved, um, and you want to like a little story about what happened, but you we, we don't need to pay too much attention to that. Just need to know that the Bitmain <laughs> civil war has officially come to an end. We reported on that a couple weeks ago, but Jihan is is confirming this. Jihan Wu. We'll see if they can recover from the last few years of um, the questionable business practice, uh, questionable hardware uh quality. Um, even though I, I hear their latest models are, are pretty up to snuff, but they did have a few batches, quite a few batches of miners that were uh that had a significantly high failure rate. So let's see if this civil war being solved leads to a better product and business. Um wishing luck to McCree as he as he takes full reign and, and moves forward. Um love it or hate it, bitmain is one of the most important companies in the space. They are dominant in the mining space, and mining is uh, essential for Bitcoin to go around. So, even though they've acted poorly in the past, particularly Jihan we is not uh, involved anymore. I-, I wish McCree well, and and hopefully we don't get any bullshit like we had from from Bitmain in the past, including <laughs> Amp lead, uh, the Segwit 2x B Cash fork, a uh, bunch of fuckery.
1: I mean, I love that the whole message was uh, PGP signed. I mean, that's what I want to see in the future, especially with uh, fake news proliferating, uh, deep fakes and whatnot. Like uh, all, all important uh, documents should be PGP signed. I also think it's kind of funny that like, I don't know, like the enemies of our past were like way more Bitcoin than the enemies of our future. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like Gian can go fuck himself. But uh, I appreciate he uses PGP. He's ahead of like 50% of
0: the freaks out there. Let's get it going, guys. Right. Right. Let's get those PGP. I, I can't speak. I don't use PGP enough. It's very manual. Did you have anything to add to the Navani donation? I, I spoke on that.
1: Oh, what would you say about it?
0: Just uh, it really proves that, that Bitcoin's dissident tech uh, going into the situation in Russia where he's opposition to Putin. He was poisoned, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's two important takes there. I mean, the first thing is uh, one man's dissident is another man's terrorist. Right. Right. Um, One man's freedom money is another man's terrorist money. And so like Bitcoiners are going to see this firsthand uh, in different countries. Some people are going to say that Bitcoin is a tool for freedom, which it is. And some people are going to say it's a tool for terrorism. Um, So I think that's important. Uh, If if you send an Navalny thing to a lot of Russians, they'll tell you that... uh, you know, like he's a, he's a Western state actor. Um, like, of course, of course, that's how it is. You know, like, uh, people who are whistleblowing against America are obviously going to go to our, our strongest enemies, uh, because we're such a strong country. And that's what we saw with Snowden. Right. And, uh, if, if you're, if you're a whistleblower against Russia, like America is a perfect, uh, you know, a perfect team member to go to, right. Cause they're the strongest country in the world. Um, or at least arguably, if you want to say China, but America is the strongest country in the world. So, of course, you're going to go to them. Um, The second take uh, is, I mean, obviously, the first take is Bitcoin is available to all and there's nothing we can do about that. And that's really what's fucking cool, right? Um, This idea, like, if you can block a refugee, if you can block Navalny, then you can... Then, then you can block anybody. If you can block a dictator, then you can block a refugee. If you can block a refugee, then you can block a dictator. Um, a, a, or a dictator can block a refugee. So it's important that just anyone has access. You just can't you can't discriminate. Once you can discriminate, um, the weaker amongst us, the more vulnerable amongst us will get discriminated against. That's the important thing that I think people need to realize. Um, and then last but not least, I think it, it shows the issues with using a public donation address. Um, right. I feel like we shouldn't know how much Navalny has gotten since he's been in jail. It's like kind of cool that we know, but like really like I think in jail, he'd prefer if the Russians didn't know how much he got in donations and like who he got the donations from, right? So like he probably should be using a paynym, um, or like a Lightning BTC pay server. But the problem with Lightning BTC pay server is like he needs someone to actively manage it the cool part about a samurai paying him is that he can set it up and he could go to jail and he can keep his, his uh, backup in cold storage. And then when he gets out of jail, he can deal with it. He doesn't need a server up or anything.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Is ECIA CIA spook? Do we want that? Do we want to be meddling?
1: You know, I, I, I think you don't even ask. It's just, it doesn't really matter. Agreed it doesn't really matter if like if you're anti-putin like obviously CIA's is involved it doesn't it doesn't reduce your character and and the, the reverse is true as well so it is what it is yeah
0: um this bitmex research report i glossed over it earlier but just breeze through it it's really good um they they went into detail about the efficiency of uh block template construction get block template and the ability of miners to efficiently pull transactions from the mempool put them in the blocks and get as many fees as possible that process the beginning extremely efficient over time however at the end of the article they warned about the looming um like dmg blockchain blockseer seer kyc aml pools as as a big step towards censorship of the network um, which we've been harping on for the last month at least it feels like it. um but it's ha- i'm happy to see that bitmex is, is standing up here and and uh hitting the alarm bell as well they did not mention stratum v2 though um which surprised me a bit
1: so i mean the cool thing here for me is um the freaks know that i'm gonna keep marty honest because i feel like the north american miners aren't talking about this enough
0: i talk. what i'm the one bringing it up
1: yeah i mean i guess uh i mean my, my concern is no, no, no. You're right. You're right. I've written I, like
0: I, multiple newsletters about it. I will I not know, take, I will not... not take, I will not take this blasphemy. This is blasphemy. Like, I think anybody listening right now you who know, has read the newsletter, I've been trying to get out in front of this more than anybody.
1: I wish I could see the chat right now, but I don't want to, I don't want to. Look at the chat. Look at the chat. Look at the chat. I don't
0: want to risk, I don't want to
1: risk the internet after I got, I got removed. Um, I, uh, that hurt. Okay. That hurt. I, I'm that sorry, hurt. Marty. I'm, sorry. I'm glad look I'm glad you're feisty about it that's what I want you to be I want you to be feisty about it I want North American miners to be feisty about it okay you have in the past I appreciate you you talking about it you you never you never there's never been a topic that you've cut your tongue with on on we we've had rabbit hole for over 2 years you've never cut your tongue on a topic and I appreciate the fuck out of that I know the freaks appreciate the fuck out of that um but you have also raw rod patriotism in america about mining which i completely respect as well this is but canada it's
0: what the dmg blockchain pool it's in canada it's a north american mining pool well not canada it's in canada okay
1: okay, okay fine can canada is like the 51st state okay whatever this is like bullshit distinction it doesn't fucking matter my point is my point is is that I don't want a a large amount of miners in any jurisdiction. Like, I don't care. I love this country. I don't want a majority of miners in America. I don't want a majority of miners in North America. I don't want a majority of miners in Iceland. I don't want a majority of miners in Russia. I don't want a majority of miners in China. I want them distributed as far as possible, all and wide. And what I think is really important about this BitMEC research thing is that we've had this DMG blockchain thing happen in North America where they're saying they're like making inroads to, we're going to start censoring transactions. We're going to be the regulatory compliant, uh, mining pool. Um, what's really cool about the BitMEX thing is they're saying, we don't have to trust what those, that mining pool is saying. We can watch on chain and based off of, of, of the revenue differences in each block, we can figure out which, um, pools are actively censoring. And I think that's really cool, right? Like, we have this, this, this global permissionless uh, distributed proof of work system, this mining, this mining mechanism that is completely transparent that people see which transactions are being included in which block. So if you are going to attempt to, to, to censor We will know that that's your algorithm, that that's what you're basing it on. And I think it's extra important that we realize it early on. Like you realize it like at at 12% to 10%, like that mining pool is the mining pool that is censoring. Then you allow the individual miners to really make an educated decision and their stakeholders, like us random plebs and stuff. Uh, that maybe our investors in that individual mining operation can go and pressure them and be like, no, we're not cool with that. Like we don't want that to happen, right? Like it creates a situation where you can have a more efficient market. So I want I want people like Bitmex Research to be watching the chain and deciding and and and, and to be analyzing it to figure out when people are censoring. And 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 I I, I think a, a second portion there is is people don't realize there's a lot of new people that don't realize. BitMEX research is wholly separate from BitMEX. Like people were saying, like, BitMEX research like called out a double spend because it was against themselves. Like, that double spend that they talked about last week wasn't about BitMEX.
0: They, they it watched wasn't even, it, happen. A, it wasn't even really double spend. Like, you, right. it was like
1: a technical, but still, it had nothing to do with BitMEX, the exchange. BitMEX research is wholly separate and they've done only good work. They've, they've never shown themselves as someone who does bad work. They've done amazing work for us.
0: Yeah. With that being said, don't want to hold my tongue here either. Foundry, which has amassed a material amount of hash rate in North America, in the United States specifically, is a subsidiary of Digital Currency Group. And as we know, Barry Silbert was the leader of Segwit2x. So I interact with the Foundry people a lot, but that does make me skeptical moving forward. Like, is Barry going to try to play ball with the regulators? Um especially considering GBTC and all that bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, and let's talk about the fact that GBTC is, uh, GBTC keeps all their, their Bitcoin with Coinbase. You know, and, and, and I mentioned this on Dispatch this week. Um, you know, all those glass node charts and stuff that show exchange traded balances going down, like exchange balances going down, do not include the custodians. They don't include Anchorage. They don't include Coinbase custody. So, so if, if Coinbase is holding 800,000 Bitcoin, GBTC is holding about 650,000 Bitcoin. They're holding that with Coinbase. So Coinbase has at least 1.5 mil. million Bitcoin just between them and GBTC. Mine, and Then, then you also have to include all of their Retail
0: people customers. that are using their
1: custodian. Yeah. Right. So, and, and none of that Bitcoin is ever going to leave Coinbase. And I'm fine with that because we don't have a proof of stake system. So I, you know, they have no more extra power than any other participant in the Bitcoin network, but this is something people should consider. Like those coins will never, you know, someone said on, on dispatch, they were like, they're super easy to 6102. Those coins have already been 6102. They are never going to leave Coinbase. Right. They are part of the U S government now. (sighs)
0: You think so? Part of the U.S. government already?
1: I mean, I, I think, you know, the the America we live in is an America where the corporations and the government are. Combined, yes. A corporate oligarchy.
0: Yeah, the politicians are fucking puppets. They don't do shit. Did you see that fucking, like, hot mic that Biden got called with today? He's signing executive order. Has like on his desk. He's like, I don't even know what I'm signing. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What is going well, on mean, here? We're early in the administration. He's a pu- There's going to be a lot of gaffes or whatever. He put a pu- he's a puppet. He, a fucking lobbyist <laughs> put an executive order in front of him and he fucking signed it. Like, I mean, it's true. A corporate lobbyist, probably. So, but well, I mean, look, this
1: is this is this has been the case with America for a long time. I mean, um, our corporations, the they're they're. they're it's a very blurred line between our corporations and our government. Um, And, and this is why you see so many similarities between like the, the libertarians uh, and the socialists, right. Is because, is because the, the government is controlled. uh, The government is intermixed with our corporations, with our massive corporations. So, so you end up in a situation where they both tend to agree on a ton of fucking things.
0: Yeah. Um, American Hoddle's been banned from Twitter again, yeah, well, I mean, this is just priced in already yes. if, if anything's going to be priced in, I think that's priced in, yeah, I mean, that should be priced in into perpetuity, so uh, add American Hoddle too, suspended. I wonder what he said. I hope it was worth- I mean it's always worth it. He'll be
1: back though. The real freaks have all the derivations of uh American Hoddle's name to sell him
0: <laughs> right. That's the true freaks, I fucking love Hoddle. he's <laughs> been crushing on Clubhouse getting people into life. You
1: guys have just been
0: fucking repping it on Clubhouse Clubhouse and gone completely out of it. Dude, it's crazy because you get to the pre-coiners and it actually forces you. Like, we have these conversations and we, like, know everything that's going on this podcast, particularly. Like, we get technical and we have a conversation with an assumption that we both understand things to a certain level and being a clubhouse, particularly in the Bitcoin weekly meetup that was last night. It's every Wednesday night at nine really forces you to like, Oh crap, I'm explaining Bitcoin to somebody who like doesn't understand it needs like to understand the basic. And it really, uh, I, I like going on it cause it helps you fine tune your pitch and, and, and consolidate your Bitcoin pitch and, and really understand how to, uh, get people to understand this in the quickest way possible. It's been one fascinating aspect of, of Clubhouse is that particularly like, oh shit, like we've been in this bubble having these conversations with this uh, assumed knowledge uh, and this forum forces you to sort of take a step back and peel back the layers and get back to basics, which I'm a big fan of. Always like getting back to basics.
1: You're shilling it to the Uber driver on the way to the Bitcoin meetup. Yeah. Exactly, essentially.
0: Um, Our boy, Gladstein, he's on Clubhouse as well, doing an incredible job, uh, came out with a Beast article in Time magazine, getting some mainstream publication. uh, Signal, Bitcoin, extremism, and democracy, um, diving into the importance of dissident technology, Bitcoin and Signal, specifically, just trying to get the message out there that this tech isn't only for terrorists and drug dealers and sex traffickers, but it is for people trying to escape uh despotic regimes as well. Um yeah, I mean
1: I I, I the reason I put this is super timely. I mean, they're going to point this at both Signal and Bitcoin and and it's great to see the Signal adoption. Um it comes down to zero knowledge or at least knowledge minimized, I guess, if we're going to be responsible and not speak in absolutes. Um this This idea that uh you can police something um, and and if you can't police something, then all of a sudden that that should be banned. Um, this idea that signals should know what their users are doing, this idea that that Bitcoin users we can't police what they're doing, so we have to stop it is a ridiculous uh dangerous thought process that we have to nip in the fucking bud and make sure that people do not go along with this on a mass scale because it's fucking crazy. And if you think about it on a metaphor point of view, um, should Nike not sell their shoes because they can't tell which customers are going to use them for crimes? Should Nissan not sell their cars because they don't know which, which... which drivers are going to be be using them for crimes? Should Hertz not be renting cars to people because they don't know who's going to be using them? Should
0: AT and T be giving people telephone contracts, like understanding that, like, well, they KYC you now. Terrorists could be coordinated, like they terrorism. KYC
1: you now. That's my point, right? Is like they're going to try and force you can KYC get a burnt, into like- all these crevices, right? And and the thing is, like. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's not. But you don't ban.
0: But the point is, you don't ban phones. Like somebody could have a phone to become a terrorist. You don't ban phone. Like even if you do KYC them initially, like you you don't. You wouldn't ban phones because terrorism can be coordinated over the phone. Like why would you ban Bitcoin because it could be used as a tool to fund terrorism? Which is terrible. Absolutely garbage. Obviously, I don't want terrorism to be funded by anything, let alone Bitcoin. But just in nature, it's sorry. The world works that way. I'm, just, I'm sorry. It's, there's some things you just have to come to grips with and accept in life, and move on. This is one of them. Bitcoin empowers that's a, everybody.
1: That's what's crazy is like our our status quo historically has been zero knowledge. Has I've been minimal knowledge. It's been not data driven, mass surveillance knowledge. You know, it's it's been. General business. You just had general business on a on a on an intimate local level, and there was no massive knowledge scape built in, massive mass surveillance built in. Nowadays, people just expect that. If you don't have that, then you're criminal, and that's a ridiculous concept. That's a ridiculous fucking mind change. Dangerous. That has happened.
0: Dangerous. You
1: have to be careful about it. Right.
0: Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Again, projection projection they're trying to gaslight you and project what they're doing on like yeah, all the elites are the, are the global sex traffickers they're the, they're the money launders like it's not you and me it's these fucked up people in charge they're doing all this shit, fucking Christine Lagarde, that witch, got away with allowing Nicolas Nicholas Sarkozy to give one of his buddies three hundred and fifty or euro, a million euros. Uh, of French taxpayer money. She got convicted, but again, didn't get it sentenced. She got like a, a little finger wag. Hey, Christine, come on, don't do that. Now I'll go see your way to the, the head of the ECB. It's insanity. These people gaslight and project. They are the evil people. They are the evil people, not you and me, not the plebs. It's these fucking assholes. Obviously, there's some evil plebs. There's some fucked up people, but when you when you compare... The amount of damage done by the elites compared to plebs, it's not even comparable. It's disgusting. Are we going to get the sunset?
1: Can you see it?
0: You can't really see it. It looks beautiful.
1: It's pretty gorgeous on my end. Yeah.
0: I love the view. I love the view. Uh, Last but not least, Ray Dalio, founder and CEO of Bridgewater, one of the largest asset managers in the world, um, lightly shilled Bitcoin going to start, uh, I think he's expanding the assets, alternative assets specifically that Bridgewater can invest in, invest in, invest in, invest in, mentioned Bitcoin. He's had a transition where with Bitcoin over the last year and a half where he was staunchly against it, or I don't even know, staunchly against it, or just like, ah, I don't know. Um, then a, a few months ago or some point in 2020 uh, said, ah, I, I understand the, the, Innovation here and um today he said something um or no previously he said I may be wrong about this and now he said it's uh what was the exact quote? Like one of uh it's an incredible invention or something like that. Um so he's somebody who's gotta keep things close to the chest. I mean so. he was like super
1: bullish about it and just like he hedged himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um
0: so there's there's a link to a bridgewater research and insights. I mean, what do you think about He's Super
1: wealthy, super influential. He's talking right. about Bitcoin. He has he has a post titled "What I Think About Bitcoin." It doesn't really matter what the post says. <laughs> right. The fact that he has a post titled "What I Think About Bitcoin" is all you
0: need to fucking know. It, um, another way to it, read that is Bitcoin's so important that I had to write about it. So here yeah, it is. We,
1: we fucking made it, fam.
0: <laughs> like that—that that is us winning. It
1: is just it is the fact that that post exists in the first place. Um. I don't care if these guys figure it out. Like it doesn't matter to me if they figure out. They're gonna be forced to figure out eventually. It is pretty cool watching it happen though.
0: It is. It is. That was pretty
1: cool front running Ray
0: Dalio. Very few people can 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 say they did that. Few. By almost a decade, too. It's like, oh shit, like you guys have been sleeping on this shit. Well, I mean, we didn't front run him by a decade. I wish I front ran him by a decade. I said almost a decade. I agree. We'll round up. Yeah, we're gonna round up. Um, <laughs> it's uh
1: ah, that was the
0: last item. Do we have anything to riff on? I'm like, I'm yeah. a mouse dry. I'm like tired. i Been getting shit um, sleep. It's been epic. I'm glad we did the live stream. I think
1: this is a, gonna be a very special day in the future. Um, but I, I a big thing that we should riff on is riff on is uh the white paper. Uh, they oh, tried yeah. to they tried to put us down. Um we have fucking congressmen posting it on Mayor, their house so their we got website.
0: Mayor of Miami, um Francis Suarez, Mayor Francis Suarez, Suarez, Suarez Emmer, key Bitcoiner, Emmer Davidson. Uh, uh, Patrick McHenry was the first one McHenry, to McHenry. Yeah, McHenry did as well. He posted uh, it first. So that's North Carolina, Minneapolis, Ohio, Florida representatives, and that's like that's a smart move by them too. Suarez especially is is an incredible recruiter. Um, they're gonna he's gonna add Bitcoin to the to the city's balance sheet, which is ridiculous, like ridiculously oh. bullish. Um, and incredible. Miami's quickly becoming a Bitcoin city, right? Well, it always has been. Like the North American Bitcoin Conference, even though it was like shitcoinery. was. If um, that's where
1: Ethereum got launched.
0: Yeah, and I've been to it twice. It is a dirty conference, but
1: it's mostly a shitcoin city. But hopefully, we'll turn it.
0: Yeah um that yeah that is extremely bullish that's a really bad conference yeah i believe that now but hopefully we'll have a good conference in miami soon there's a lot of miners at that conference so it's interesting there'll be there'll be a good conference in miami soon
1: Uh, freaks just have to lower their time preference a little bit
0: do you want to (laughs) um do you want to talk about how we got attacked earlier this week or should we just
1: not even Um, pay attention i don't think we got attacked i mean i'm pretty sure any any tweets to that factor got deleted that's true uh, per per how they usually do and um you know i i feel like we'd be doing a disservice to to the company that he he happened to found but really is no part of whatsoever um so i don't really want to talk about him
0: yeah that's true you can go
1: fuck himself i mean you think you can come after me and marty and that we will just stand by and you can go fuck like like no that's never going to happen if you want to come at us and try and bait us into an engagement hack then that's pretty smart um because we'll probably give you the engagement hack but that is not what he did he decided to be a fucking asshole
0: yeah and if you're going to come at us like come at us correct not. <laughs> not misconstruing what we're trying to say okay
1: someone's asking mike dudas uh came at us and said that we had no principles whatsoever yes. yes i figured out how to get the chat up without buffering my video faux so yes.
0: principles faux principles not no principles faux principles
1: the freaks know i'm addicted to the live chat so yeah, no matter I what happens
0: tell. i'm gonna come find you in the live chat freaks i'll always be
1: watching yeah um yeah but dudas came at us and i it's funny i had like people reach out to me i had like college friends reach out to me they're like matt who is this
0: mike dudas guy (laughs) dude fucking (laughs) crawled out from under his bridge you haven't seen him in like almost a year it feels like it's like oh you guys have faux principles like you don't even understand what we're saying idiot like you completely misconstrued it
1: my favorite tweet was the full caps lock uh brb gonna take a dudas I don't know It's just like It's like no, so childish no, It's just like
0: no. and funny. You had the tweet of the night With one time I took a shit <laughs> Literally I, I, I DM'd you right away I was literally crying At my desk here I was like Oh my god What was the tweet? <laughs> one time I took a shit Mike Duda Swooped in Before I could do anything Picked it up And put it behind a paywall <laughs> <laughs> So fucking good <laughs> Uh, uh fuck you, dude! You
1: <laughs> 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 the like the, the 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 thing that pisses me off is like like the block was like they did like pretty good work in the beginning like they they did really good work they still do good work it's like there's just too much focus on crypto and like bullshit uh, and not on Bitcoin and 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 what really pisses me off is like like we both try I like I felt like I put a lot of effort into to helping them and when they first started because it's such a low bar. It's such a low bar. Like we don't have quality Bitcoin news um, and me and Marty don't have the time to fucking cover it ourselves. So like we need people to like post good articles about Bitcoin. So when the block got released, I was excited. I was excited. Like we have someone who's logical that's not owned by the digital currency group which owns like a million different shit coins. And it's completely biased in every fucking million. There's this CoinDesk parent company, biased in a million different ways, and and finally we have someone different, and they just went down the DeFi hole like fucking crazy, and then Dudas like completely lost. It got kicked out of the company. I don't even know where he's going next. Um, but like it's his company that he founded, so like if you're gonna tag me, I'm gonna tag your company. Um, but to like the people that are working at the block, I don't dislike you. I just wish. That you covered Bitcoin more, because you cover a lot of nonsense.
0: Yeah, like the we need more of this BitMEX research type coverage of the Bitcoin space, and I don't see any of that coming. From, like honestly, like I don't remember. Sometimes you'll link to the block, but I've I never go to. Well, they that put site. a lot
1: of their good shit behind the paywall,
0: hence the tweet. <laughs> Do you think their sh- their shit behind the paywall is better than our shit?
1: Well, the funny thing is jokes on you, I get all of your paywall shit without paying for your paywall. Oh, it, like it's like 50%. It's like 50% is good. It's like it, they have a lot of garbage, but they do, they do good, they do way better research than CoinDesk. I mean, I, it's nuanced. It's a nuanced opinion. If you're going to ask me on the street in a quick one minute, I would tell them to go fuck themselves. But if you're okay. going to ask me in a more extrapolated point of view i think that they're probably a net benefit for the business for the for the space um but only because they got rid of dudas like the, it was a smart move that they got rid of him
0: yes too manic mike if you're listening he just, came at us he said we had- yeah he said he, like, he had no he, principles. Like then he, acted if you wanted... offended, then he acted offended when we came back to him. It's like, all right, dude, you're gonna punch first. I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Like he didn't like...
1: <laughs> tag us. He didn't tag us. He screenshotted our tweets, even though we neither of us block him. Right? So like neither of us haven't blocked. He can he can fucking
0: post yeah. our tweets. Yeah, be a fucking man. Be a man at me next time. He's he he screenshotted our tweets. He said our principles were
1: faux. We had faux principles, which is it to, to the non-French speakers, that means we have fake principles, which to to be quite honest, is is the most offensive thing you can say to me. Like if you're gonna come at me, you can come at with me a million things, you know? My look, anything, like all my, 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 my ideology, come at, at all the things, but you come at my principles and I will fucking destroy you like i will fucking shitpost you into fucking oblivion if you fucking do that and that's what i did and i didn't delete those tweets he deleted all of his fucking tweets if you want to see the tweet that he sent i will send you the screenshot because he fucking deleted it as we said he was going to do after he fucking called us out right like how do you have that little conviction you have so little conviction that your most recent tweet is two days ago you piece of fucking shit
0: Screenshots baby, got them. Don't worry. Um yeah, yeah. It I mean completely unprovoked uh attack you on our character. You're going to swing first again. I'm from Northeast Philly. I'm going to knock you the fuck out. I'm sorry. Like I'm not going to hold yes. back. Like <laughs> I don't care. Um you you need to take I... a chill pill too, dude. I'm worried about your mental health. Who me? No, not you. Dude us.
1: Oh yeah. I'm I mean he's gone. He... We tried. We tried we our best. We did. You know, as much as I give Philly shit, like the Northeast people, you mind people, you know, right? Yeah, the like guy. I, I respect the fuck out of that. You know.
0: Yeah, it's true. I'm not afraid to, to button it up. All right. Should we end it there?
1: I guess. I mean, I guess I didn't even want to bring them up. I I think the white paper thing is super bullish. I think people don't really talk about it enough.
0: Yeah. No, it's the uh. Stri- it got Shrysan affected, right?
1: Yeah and I think uh there's an argument to be made that like maybe our developers shouldn't have to deal with that shit you know and like yeah. I'm I'm uh, hardcore as, as as the other freaks That's- who are like they they shouldn't have rolled over so easily and I agree you know but at the same time uh, like
0: I don't know man
1: there there's an argument to be made that you just like strategically roll over I don't know if this is what they did but you strategically roll over and you know that um we're going to have like all the freaks on twitter and shit like get the 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 fucking mayor of Miami to post it. Right. The fucking we got we had House of Representatives to post it, and they're never gonna fucking get rid of this white paper. Like this white paper is set in stone. Um. So yeah,
0: there was um something else I just want to mention. Uh, we went over thirty three thousand. We pumped during the episode. I think that can be attributed to this live episode. Uh, what else? What about <sighs> bisque I don't know. What is at right now? Are you checking?
1: Yeah, I have uh, it on Crypto Watch. God, I, I want use to... it for Dispatch. I show. Uh, so Bisc is at thirty five two hundred. Uh, I did, I did, I did it two weeks ago on Dispatch. Uh, Bisc pumped to fifty k on air. It was the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah, no, I watched it, it. It's a little bit illiquid. Yeah, it's just a little bit illiquid, but it's fun. It's are people like, paying it's that fun premium? That you can pump it. What are people paying that premium? Someone bought it. I mean, it <laughs> wouldn't be at 50000 unless someone
0: paid it. That's true. Is that a fat finger?
1: I don't think it was a fat finger. I think
0: it's someone who doesn't give a shit
1: because that, that 15% means nothing to them
0: in terms of the utility that Bitcoin provides. Yeah, and the upward price appreciation potential. That's
1: what people don't realize. Like, If you need censorship-resistant money, you do not care about 15%. But all of a sudden when we hit these levels, right, 15% is $7,000. Like, that's crazy. Right. Like, that's insane. Like that, that Yeah, you just can't even, the, those things can't be fathomed. Like, people don't realize. That it's shit.
0: double the price of March 15th last year. <laughs> that premium. March 15th, yeah, March
1: 15th last year, $3,500, 10x. Yeah. Easy ten x people are saying Bitcoin debt. Fuck you. We should have all bought way more during March. I'm if actually, you listen to Rabbit Hole Recap in March, we were bullish.
0: I um, I am happy with my dip buying back then. I'm proud of myself. I, I future Marty. Present day Marty is is very proud of of past Marty. March March fifteenth, twenty twenty, Marty.
1: The coolest part of Rabbit Hole Recap is the freaks. You guys make it worth it the second coolest part about rabbit hole recap is that we have like this time capsule, right? Like it's come, it's going to be crazy to look back and you're going to have like five years of rabbit hole recap, like every week, just like us, just like what, how we feel about the week is like ridiculous concept, right? Right. Like it's like this idea, like you can just get like what they were thinking at the time is like fucking insane and I, I hope that we're channeling the freaks. Like, I, I think we're a time capsule for all the freaks. We're not just a time capsule for, for our party's like fucking colluded
0: thinking. <laughs> right. No, I agree. And I think this episode, particularly, will be an interesting one to look back at, uh, especially if today is a pivotal as I, I think it is. Maybe I have just some recency bias considering all this is going down today, but I have a feeling this is going to be, be an inflection point in some way or another. I love you, brother. Dude, I'm just,
1: I am in shock. I'm super excited. I don't even know. I don't right. even know. It's so weird. I, I bought so much Bitcoin today. <laughs> <Good> enough, <laughs> so I couldn't uh, know. I, so what you should do for your friends, I think is a good one this, this cycle, is in your group chats, like hit them up and be, be like, every morning after you stack, message them and be like, was I the only one in here who stacked today? Am I, am no, I the and only man really in this gets group? Them, it gets them going. Like, today I did it, and this guy was like, are you going to pay me my fantasy dues? Like, you owe me. <laughs> and then I like paid him. But I was like, you should stack. Like, like that's important. It's important that you stack.
0: Yeah. Watching The Sopranos, make sure you're paying up your dues. Go, going back through that. Cat- well, uh... I told him I was going to pay him, but, like, he wanted
1: it in Venmo. And, like, I can't pay him fucking $3,000 on Venmo at once. Like it needs to be oh, you are be in fractions.
0: You are the uh, the bag holder for the for
1: the t- I'm the commissioner. It's not the bag holder. I'm the fucking centralized third party. I'm the trusted third party that's a security hole. And I fucking <laughs> leverage that shit. Because you put it in Bitcoin? Once you're, once you're a Bitcoiner, once you're a Bitcoiner, once you realize you can be the trusted third party, you want to be the trusted third party in every situation. <laughs> you're both anti-trusted third party, but if there is a trusted
0: third party, you should be the trusted third party. Hey, give it to me. I uh, love you freaks again crazy times we're living in take a deep breath exciting times fight back the enemy is exposed more exposed than ever I would argue like they, they don't have a fucking leg to stand on I'm gonna end it with a nice beautiful kiss from my girl Janet oh, well, I saw this did I get her on the lips? hey honey I'm- we're coming for you it's a meme in the making.
1: Stay humble, stacks <laughs> I love you freaks. Peace of love.